Shuffle. Shuffle. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another belated episode of Kill Shuffle. Ohio is Ohio. <laughs> I'm Donald. I'm Dylan. Our resident weeb. Yes. And uh, every week. Yep. Every apologies for the uh, extended uh, length between episodes. I was on holiday. I will admit, rightly deserved. Uh, yeah, I felt like it was deserved. It was a long couple of months in work mm. there, but we got through it, and it's done now, and we're back with the show, which is great. Yeah. So we've got a lot to cover, needless to say, as tends to happen when we have these long hiatuses. Mm. Um, there's been a lot of stuff that's come out. And we've condensed we've it this week. Oh, yeah, we've dropped well. We've dropped stuff. Yeah. We, we didn't get around to Mike Shinoda. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, all respect to him. There could be some stuff I, I might not even mention on this podcast that could be on my top 20. That's how good this week is yeah in theory there's stuff there's stuff that's 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 gonna that's coming in strong on my top 20 that we haven't covered on the show yet so there might be some surprises at the end of the year but for this week um we are going to talk about the new albums from chromio nine inch nails zealand ardor yeah. rolling blackouts coastal fever man with a mission from japan uh Dan- and dance gavin dance yes have i missed one uh no nine inch nails awesome no we, we're gonna cover that and then uh and then we're gonna take a look back at Biffy Claro's 2002 debut album Black and Sky which I'm very excited to yes. talk about because it's a it's a touchstone that comes up a lot in the show yeah um, nicely done that was a lot of bands <laughs> yeah it was, it was a lot of bands they're all there on the tip of my tongue <laughs> so uh, without any further ado because we got way too much to start talking about singles unless there's anything that's really burning you up Dill uh, not really um, there's just a bunch of singles um, Smashing Pumpkins new single is terrific yeah it is pretty great good. great return to form mm. feels like them doesn't yeah. feel like uh, a rehash which it easily could. Yeah, so and terrific. also in the legacy bracket, there are two new Paul McCartney songs out, and I'm very excited. Oh my God. Uh, maybe the only yes. <laughs> person who's excited for the new Paul McCartney album, but I'm really excited. Yeah, I like the last one-ish. Oh, I liked it. Okay. A lot. Okay. Okay. So without any further ado, Head Over Heels is the new album from Chromio. Chromio, you may remember, the Canadian... I believe they've described themselves as the most successful Jewish Arab collaboration in history. Um, but <laughs> slash Canadian. Slash. Yeah, right. They're they're, they're um, uh, Dave One, I believe, is the singer yes, and funny. guitar player. Dave One from um, and they're uh, they're both from uh, Canada and and uh, P Thug are the two. <laughs> um, so uh, we've talked about Chromie on the podcast before. Yeah, we did White Women, which was their for- their pre most recent album mm-hmm. before this in mm-hmm. 2014. Uh, I think it was safe to say we were both pretty into it. Enthralled, yeah. Um, we always call back to them, as you guys probably listen, no? Yeah, we always fall back to yeah, them. Yeah, most electronic music falls back to them. Yeah. They are probably the most consistent uh, dance-slash-electro-disco band of... They're, they're, they're super consistent of the 21st century. Yeah, yeah. One of the biggest growing ones, at least. Yeah. Like, deservedly so. Yeah, and they, it's been it's been a slow build for them. I think this is album number five, if I'm not very much yeah, mistaken. Yeah. Um, and here, what they've done is they've created their own their own studio space out in Burbank, California. Um, so it's their first release that they recorded there, and they're trying to make a change in terms of their iconography. Would have been very much 
in the old school Mad Men 1960s type vibe of, you know, big, long legs towering over the album artwork. And yeah. they used to wear kind of mannequin legs on their album covers that uh-huh. were, you know, yeah. perfectly smooth. Whereas on the cover of this album, it's there. It's quite obviously yeah. their man legs that um, are in wearing uh, tights yeah. and high heels, which is uh, kind yeah. of funny to see. No Photoshop there. That's, that's uh, their legs. No, no, it's their legs. Which that's is, their glossy cool. legs. <laughs> yeah. So I suppose they're kind yeah. of embracing the spirit of 2018, which is much more socially conscious one thing about white women that i did mention when we when we reviewed it when we kind of went back to it a couple weeks ago was that i felt like some of the lyrics were maybe a little outdated in their views of women and relationships whereas Mm. it feels like on head over heels straight off the bat that the guys are on much firmer footing yeah um it feels much more uh like transactional and like that's maybe not the best word but uh it just feels like there's a more fair exchange of like emotions and they play a much more self-deprecating role in a lot of the songs, which is which is cool. Yeah, yeah, um, kind of like a, a downplaying storytelling more, method, right? And it feels yeah. more respectful, which I which I kind of like. Yeah. Um, and obviously the you're, you're talking about Chromio, it's it's dance grooves, huh. funk, yeah. disco, with a pristine production job and a ton of guests this time. Yeah, that's the main difference. We uh-huh. Solange, Beyonce's sister, was on the last album she and was. there was a couple of other guests it's one of the best songs that was featured here. Lost in the Way Home yes yeah, yeah. excellent song um, here we've got load of artists that I've never heard of like Dram I know French Dram. Montana Steph Don, Amber Mark and The Dream Which, who I only really know pass, because he's name passing. dropped in Rick and Morty yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and dream. yeah it's like who can save us now but the incredibly successful songwriter and record producer The Dream, dream. But uh, he's he's here as well. Um, so I guess still, I'd love to hear your first impressions. Being a longtime fan and a, a diehard, you know, diehard lover of Chromio. Yeah, I think it keeps on a less melancholy note, um, in terms of just melody, mainly me- me- melody and just feeling. Okay. Overall emotion, initial mo- emotion you get. Less um, of that. Less of that. Less contemplative. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, n- not a lot of lost on the way home songs on this. Um, oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah, more yeah, more celebratory. Yes, um, uh, much more positive and more beneficial. Yeah, in terms of a message, um, musically. Yeah, message wise, yeah, it's it's an it's an even split between mm-hmm. you know pretty on the nose relationship talk and funny like and sort of self-deprecating poking fun at themselves relationship talk like slum it is it's just funny because it's about like (laughs) it's about you know dave one going out with a girl that he feels like he's punching way above his weight and she's really rich and he's not she's like slumming it with him that's funny yeah it's oddly Um, specific so yeah there's a line i can't remember it's like you're you're i know that i'd make your dad mad and i know that like um, your mom loves me because it takes her back or something. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. a really good line. I've, I've fucked it up there, but it's uh, it, you know, it's really funny. Um, room service again. Mm-hmm. I would be I would be shocked if there's not another song that's just about staying in like a hotel room all yeah. day and ordering room service. But they do yeah. a really good job of it, yes. you know. Getting ready for love, the process. Yeah, <laughs> this yeah, is that album. Yeah. <laughs> it's a shame. I think that it starts off with uh, "Must Have Been High" because I just think that song relies on just those dram kind of cliched tropes of 
you know, just throwing out names of various like different drugs and mm. likening love to being high on drugs. And it's fine, but I just feel like that comparison has been done so yeah. much and it's not even like done super well. So I think it is. Right, that's fair. Yeah. But right right from the off, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think know this song think, about injecting yourself I, with love or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, the video is a totally different message, celebrating their, their uh, friendship growing up. Oh, yeah. And, like flashes through different ver- versions of them as they grow up. Yeah. So they're celebrating all kinds of love, not just oh, yeah. a, a female to male relationship. No, that's that's yeah. that's and that's fine. Like, I, and I cool. I know that they're they're guys with their tongues mm. in cheek and they're friends and all the rest of it. Yeah. So I, but I, I like that. the way that's a kind of a, a slow build up. Yeah. Um. Really get that really uh, lays down the feeling. It does. It does. And, and the slight minimalism you get from this album as well is a little bit. It's it's not sparse, but it's um, it's. Maybe just the production job. Yeah, this lends to more space. It's more spacious than yeah. certainly. There's nothing on here, and like for me, maybe it's a pro anacon. There's nothing here that's quite up there with "Fall Back to You" off the off White Women, where like you got a massive sax solo mm-hmm. and a huge guitar yeah. talk box. They're, solo. Like that's they're much more. They're, some they're, uh, what would you call them? They're like. Um, more humble pop songs for the yeah. most part, which is L- fine. Like, um, I guess, I, I guess, uh, Bedroom Calling Part One is the closest we get to it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, that was kind of that's quite, quite, quite chill and mellow, and it, yeah, yeah. It brings you into mm-hmm. the part two, which is the yeah, you know, the, the yeah. up tempo floor filler. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's a lot of stuff I hadn't heard before. It's a big influence of early Calvin Harris on this I think those kind of squeaky bouncy synths that you get on yeah. Juice and Don't Sleep um, you know that you know the, the kind of the kind of synthesizers I'm talking about that you, you get and it's, it's really nice like that kind of just compels you to dance in a different way than yeah. the the chic good times the freak style disco that you, you would get elsewhere on the album like mm. um, uh, Just Friends which is a phenomenal song it's fantastic yeah and for, for me the one thing that bumped out above all was the um the way that this is a tribute to Prince. Oh, it's yeah. very clear. They, they make it very clear in yeah. interviews as well. This is very much a tribute to Prince. That's in interesting. The whole album. In a way. Yeah. I'm um, just the feeling you get from the kind of musical stylings at bits. Definitely bad decision um, starts off. Slumming it. Cat me out. Yeah. Bad decision. Yeah. Yeah. Bad decision, unfortunately, um, I feel like has been a little bit tainted by... Uh, it, yeah, it's super influenced by Prince and, and, Bo- and, and Bowie. And Bowie, yeah, and Bowie, yeah, especially yeah. in those guitars. Those, but that style was co-opted by the 1975. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan. Yeah. So every time I hear that, I just hear like. But you skip that, bypass that, and it's all the way back to Let's Dance era Bowie. Yeah, no, I know, I know. <laughs> Completely, it's, like, it's just a maelstrom of, yeah. of influences. But um, that sound, and 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 we, there's been yeah. other, there's been other artists that have yeah. aped that sound who I haven't been such a fan of. Yeah, but so, I, I, I do think Chromeo do it the best. Yeah, no, they do. They do it well. They do it well. But that wouldn't. Those wouldn't be my favorite songs in the okay. album. But that's being said, like I'm not. Yeah. They might be mine. Yeah, but that's not. But I'm you a, hu- and I'm a huge. From, I'm a huge Prince fan. And you're a huge Bowie fan. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I I pick and choose my Bowie. Yeah. My and it's a bit Prince. I'm a little bit less. They almost are inspired by a bit of new Prince as well, like some oh, of yeah? the older stuff he did, like uh, before he passed. Um, okay. Because in more of a sparse element. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Um, and then I hear more classic, almost that kind of funky soul, but like really kind of soulful yeah. uh, influence on Right Back Home to You. 
yeah. that interlude track. Uh-huh. You know, it almost sounds like a Bill Withers track or yeah. like an Eiley Brothers track, yeah. Isley Brothers track. Um, or, you know, Rock With You by Michael Jackson. Oh, yeah, yeah. That Like that type mm. of laid back art, like old school R&B that I yeah. really, really That's like. That's totally the feeling that you get from this album is, to- is that. Yeah. Laid back. Yeah, there's... there's and happy as opposed right. to melancholy happiness. There's less um, yeah. of the high octane disco of say white women it does feel much more drawn in mm-hmm. like on white women maybe the highs were higher and the yeah. not the like the emotional lows were lower whereas mm. here a lot of the stuff exists in this like middle zone of mm. kind of chill contentedness yeah they, they they're encapsulating a single singular feeling i guess yeah which is fine it's yeah. fine for me yeah like, absolutely mm-hmm. I'm sure i mean what they're going for for the yeah for the most part they're just you know they love their girl and that's kind of it like she's yeah, got yeah. the juice <laughs> yeah. um yeah no i think it's i think it's a solid i think it's a solid effort and it's a solid uh-huh. addition to the yeah the chromio canon any standout uh guest performances for you because um, there are quite a lot of them i like dram i, I like drams um oh yeah work on the first time yeah, yeah 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 um I it think, seems it seems natural i think almost it does yeah it does um i i don't think I don't think the dream for me is totally my jam. No, I, I like I like most of that song, but I think it goes on for a bit too long. Yeah, the fact that it's split into two parts. Yes. If it was the strongest, the dream part two. I mean, yeah, no, I know. Yeah, the dream. Yeah, if it was if that song was, uh, if it was the strongest song on the album, I wouldn't have so much. Like if Juice was split into two, I wouldn't be no. have that that much of an issue. But the, because room, uh, sorry, bedroom calling gets split into two, mm. it's already not my favorite part of the album so yeah. it gets it get, gets lengthened out yeah. it's fine it's grand but it wouldn't be yeah I don't think it was the one to maybe split into two yeah I, well I wish it was a shared effort yeah okay yeah because it, it seems like three verses of the dream in, in one yeah but it starts off with with um with one Dave one yeah yeah, yeah. Um, I think I think Stefan Don puts in a fantastic verse in uh, Don't Sleep uh-huh. yeah that's excellent yeah. I, lo- I like and it Antigone comes it. in at the end I don't know what's the song I think actually might be Amber Mark at the end of um uh, just friends where she's like Dave one call me sometime you know like she just has a little chat with him at the end it's I'm not fantastic. doing this for nothing <laughs> but yeah but that, yeah. But that, that song uh, that song is uh, just friends is so good and yeah. it's got this solo that's pure and all Rogers you know that yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's just the yeah. most definitely the most 70s thing on the album yeah and it's the everything about the core patterns is so theatrical and just re-reminds me of the yeah. like roller disco days yeah Chic Bootsy Excellent. Collins um, it also has a bit more of a live yeah, band, band yeah, aspect yeah, yeah. which I'm sure plays it plays more as yeah. I've seen on some live performances on radio or on um, on um, TV shows that uh, it's more live band orientated that's good yeah, yeah I mean that, that's like good there's a drummer in back um, yeah drum comes out and stuff like that cool yeah yeah yeah, I'm sure. I, I couldn't imagine a Chromeo gig being anything but a good time. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, what what was your favorite song overall? Um, it changes. It changes yeah. so much, dude. Um, I think, I think Juice. Yeah, that's it's hard it's, to. It was the first song we heard, but it's so hard to get away from. It's yeah, so yeah. good. Um, so, I think, I think Slumming It. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Because it, it's good. so chill. Slumming and it. And so out of me. it's so out of pace. <laughs> Yeah, like it's nothing too dramatic. It's yeah, it's just yeah. Exactly. I almost hear like 
you can shoot me if you want. I almost hear a little bit of Simply Red, like the most uh, blue-eyed soul adult contemporary 90s version of funk, but in a good way. Like I quite like that stuff in in all its cheesiness, but that's what I hear on Slumminit. It's... It's so laid back. Yeah, yeah. It's practically asleep in a good way. Yeah, yeah. I'll, um, I'll give it a nine. I'll give it a nine. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, I'll take. I'll take just friends. Yeah. Um, nice. I'm actually gonna give it a seven. Okay, that's alright. Because it's not. I I really like it, but it's not quite the Chromio that I like the best. But that's there's fine. a lot of great moments on here. Yeah. Well, Thank Christ is just more Chromio, so yeah, that's yeah, great. yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, it's more Chromio. I'll mm-hmm. I'll be coming back to probably like two-thirds this album mm-hmm. pretty regularly songs like you know can't me out bad decision a couple of them that i wouldn't be huge huge fan of but for the most part it's 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 a really good chromio album so yeah yeah nicely done awesome. chromio. it's good to have you back and uh long may your reign yeah continue. hopefully the next album comes sooner now that they have their own studio yeah. and yeah, and yeah absolutely militia of synthesizers i presume hopefully this will give birth to a whole new generation of electro disco yeah, bands that are not just on Bandcamp stuck for eternity right yeah exactly okay great so that's Chromio um, the album is called Head Over Heels in case I didn't mention it if yeah. you want to look it up yeah. it's got two lovely dudes with lovely legs on the front uh-huh. alright uh, next up we've got Bad Witch by Nine Inch Nails so this mm. is their third release in the last 18 months certainly yeah um, uh, we're, we're a bit of confusion with this in the release, um, I was certainly confused. Yeah, so he he elaborated. He changed it almost on a whim's notice. Um, okay. The title or kind of the um, the type of album this is okay. because it was meant to be an EP, and it is an EP, but he made he's making it an EP purely because it will show up. Yeah. Because all EPs go straight to the single section on streaming software. Right. All across the board. Yes, that's true. And he want and want more listeners so is that was that albums. was that the logic is it that is literally say the, that? that's literally the reason yeah that's interesting because i was thinking yeah. that as i was looking at it um ad violence and not the actual yeah. events are buried in the single section which for a band like nine inch nails who have you yeah. know quite a few releases um it, it, it's not like it's the first thing you see i mean obviously it'll be there in the new release section for a while but, but you have to be a fan to really get to, to like to start to digging up i think people feel like EPs are for diehard fans only, whereas albums are more essential. Um, yeah, yeah I, I definitely saw the hypocrisy in it being of an extremely similar length to the last two EPs mm. and yet being classified mm. as an album. Yeah. I found that yeah. bizarre. It's no, it's no artistic reason. But that's interesting that, that yeah. it's, it's purely like a, what would you call it? Like an operational reason. Yeah, and that's um, fine. Yeah. Um, I'd probably do the same, but honestly. Do you consider this a mainline Nine Inch Nails album? be honest um it's very close it's it's as close as it's being compared to the other ones okay and it caps off the other ones and then just musically i think it's um it's definitely stuff you you get from um the downward spiral okay like it's definitely of that tier well i think this time at least yeah i i I still think like i think maybe the for Part of the reason why I find it hard to get on board with these EPs is that a lot of them they start so well, or they or they have elements that I get so excited about. You know, like you hear "Shit Mirror" the first song, you treat it like an album, and yeah, and you and like I'm in. It's got like this post-punk kind of roar to it. There's that buzzing bass, and th- then the guitar almost comes in yeah. like brass, whatever way he's got the effect going. Chains the chainsaw guitar, y- yeah, mm-hmm. chainsaw guitar, and, and it's got yeah. a big chorus, and it just feels like. Yeah. You're like, here we go, here we fucking go. And then yeah. next song comes in, you're okay. You're kind of like, you're in a 90s club in Berlin. 
you know it's, I mean, actually i'll prefix this yeah. with um the first time i listened to this yeah. was uh at my dad's work with uh, oh, an, sure. in- an industrial speaker oh really with like a subwoofer and all yeah and yeah. the withstand like houses crumbling oh, yeah. and uh that was huge and i'm sure that yeah the production I'm he sure didn't he didn't perfect. warn me he was turning it on so yeah, yeah go figure <laughs> second song comes around it's a yeah. rave at 9 a.m yeah <laughs> And there's even those like just white hot, white hot blasts of noise yeah. in between the verses in that song and ahead of ourselves. Yeah, ahead of yourself just turns the train onto like just looped, arpeggiated, yeah, distorted madness. And that song, in, <laughs> in any other context, yeah. I would almost view as like a little bit interlude-y in yeah. terms of. It's the it's, first song they debuted live from this. Okay, mm-hmm. all right, fair enough. Well, it goes down pretty well. It's chopped and screwed, and it doesn't really. Its structure is quite unusual. It doesn't really have a hook, but mm. it, you know, it's more like a statement of like yeah. a feeling, like the, the rage against it, what's it's, happening. It's the style. It's absolutely yeah. back to industrial basics. Yeah. yeah. Whereas the loop is the hook, and the loop is the entire song. Yeah. Right. 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 And, right. and it builds, and very rarely breaks the tempo. Yeah. Except for the odd, odd genre busting moments that he takes during this album. Yeah. Which I'm sure as hell, I think he stated it somewhere, but it's greatly influenced by Bowie's Black Star. Oh, sure. Released. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, I hear that. Very, yeah, very jazz-infused Okay. at the most surprising moments. Yeah. Yeah. Including well, the tenor vocals as well, which appear quite a bit. Oh, yeah? Yeah, well... Uh, um, like opera? No, I mean, you know, Bowie's old, later-era tenor vocals, like uh, oh, God Break right. Down the Door, for example. Oh, sure. It's totally out of Trent's usual scheme of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, like, I like those turns. And that definitely makes this more album worthy than the others. Even yeah. though I know it's not meant to be an album, right? It's it's, it, it's close in well, yeah, mission statement, right? So like it's those more, two songs, I yeah, I was still, but then kind of once once um you got into play the goddamn part, and uh, mm. at that point, I felt like the rest of the album was like one big long outro. After the first like nine minutes, I was like, mm. it, because a lot of it is very textural, yeah. like. I don't know if you're familiar. Do you know Foles for Sal Antidotes? It kind of yeah, starts yeah. off with this, these big waves of brass, and that's kind of what you get on yeah. Play the Goddamn Part. I, I really like that. It's so swampy. Yeah, and, it's and, cool. And disturbing. Um, yeah, I, I really like that. It go and it goes into yeah. God Break Down the Door again, like more. Yeah, it's similar it, kind of vibe from ahead of yourselves. Yeah, ahead of ourselves. Confrontational yeah. electronica, mm-hmm. kind of like um, Apex Twin when he goes hard. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah, certainly, certainly post-Trump era kind of yeah lyrical stuff as well. I'm not sure if you peeked into the lyrics in this at all. Yeah, I, had, I was. I kept yeah. my ears out mm-hmm. for them. Yeah, you can tell there are bits. Yeah, he's he thinks the world is a fucked up place. Yeah, it's, no it's what the fuck am I looking at at this yeah. age? Yeah, yeah, um, um, and then I think. I'm not not from this world is the only note that I've written down is industrial gurgling. Uh, yeah, um, I could have done without it. Um, yeah, I mean, most Nine Inch Nails albums have that kind of thing. Kind of a mm-hmm. almost Revolution Nine style. Well, not quite that chopped and screwed, but like yeah. very much um, more like a failure interlude. But Nine Inch yeah. Nails style. The, the Fragile has a lot of that. Yeah, it's a double album. Ambient, so. mm-hmm. uh, dissonant. Yeah, sort of waves of different yeah. whoobs and I mean it's a, it's wobbles. a good connection um because I'm pretty sure and we it ends with I'm uh, over, over and out. out I'm pretty sure it 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 uh, is intentional to be kind of mm. a calm down moment from the entire three EPs that he's done yeah like this yeah, this yeah. is this is what I have to say after all that madness yeah 
because that's the closest to like a, a portico quartet that I've heard mm-hmm. Nine Inch Nails you've got the hang yeah. in the background it has like a almost like an Eastern Asian uh, kind yeah. of vibe to it um, which is weird there's a song La Mer in uh, The Fragile that's kind of like this oh, chill okay. um, the EP still has a lot of stuff like this Yeah. so it is a kind of callback to that as well Okay. so he, he, he's definitely um, he's definitely um, hitting his roots um, very sincerely yeah like th- he knows how to play his roots again isn't it's I think um recently he said um he uh, he's not too into the last Nine Inch Nails album Hesitation Marks if I'm not sure if you kind of uh, I don't know it so well um, but it, my understanding it polar- is that him was, and everybody else it was kind of polarizing for a lot of people yeah I heard that it didn't get a great reception yeah and he wasn't he wasn't feeling it too well okay that's interesting and then he went back to older albums and he's like ooh this With Teeth album I fucking love this oh, stuff well, With Teeth is is phenomenal. And then, As you and I both know. Yeah, yeah, and he keeps on coming back, and I, yeah. I guess he's he's finally back to that. In, would in would a you way. say so? Um, well, he knows he knows how to get back there. Yeah, he's not stuck back there. Yeah, because like, it's still it's still this is this is a new chapter kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, and there's more to come, of course. I'm what sure. was the song that I absolutely love? Less than right. Yeah. So like less than that yeah. throws back to with teeth. It's like a massive radio well not radio ready but you know what i mean it's a it's like uh, a it's like a gig ready yeah, yeah. banger and then you get mm-hmm. this it's and i think shit mirror is 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 in that zone also yeah and that's probably influenced by with teeth in terms of the bringing the pop sensibility to the nine inch yeah. sound um yeah a bit of everything like with zero um it's just a very interesting production job as well yeah you think See, at the end of the day, right. as much as, you know, we can intellectualize and kind of discuss it mm-hmm. on the merits and yeah, all the rest yeah. of it, it doesn't, everything beyond, nothing beyond Chip Mirror appeals to me whatsoever on this at all. Yeah. I don't. That's a I, shame. I, it is. I know it's a shame because I, because yeah. you've brought Nine Inch Nails to the yeah. show before in terms of like classic albums and stuff and I've loved it. But what he's done with these three P's, again, there's, there, to my ear, it's like this one actual song and then the rest is kind of dicking around in the I studio. Disagree. I disagree. Uh, yeah, I know. That's, yeah. And you have to, well, be, the, you have it, to be it, into that style. It, it, com- it, com- it comes with what you define a song to be. Yeah. And what you want a song to be. Yeah. And um, I'd say I'd say it might be worth... <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not I'm not trying to force you into a thing. Yeah, it yeah. might be worth, worth um, regarding... Um, I'm not going to say different song structures. Dude, but, come on. But, but making them more... You know, <laughs> I've been I, listening to music... <laughs> Like oh I know ibs obsessively for most of my life I know it's just it's just, not that I, it's nothing it's nothing to do with yeah. whether a song has a has a like pop structure yeah. or verse chorus verse or like or a chorus or anything like that it's yeah. just or even if it's if it's ambient we we cover yeah. ambient music all the time yeah, or yeah. if it's if it's oppositional we cover that kind of music all the time as well if it's dissonant same thing yeah. it's just. We're not, the, I'm not talking from a particular. Cur- it's just the particular way he's put together these yeah. songs that I'm just not a huge fan of. Yeah, I mean it's all the structure. Yeah. Um, as opposed to an album, that's I think that's the point with these EPs. Yeah, and, and again, um, like what is an album? What is an EP? At the end of the day, like it is all semantics, you know. Yeah. He could have called all three of these albums. We've covered albums that were shorter mm-hmm. than this. That you know you wouldn't that's dream true. of not that's calling true. albums like mm-hmm. Zealand Order. That their first yeah, album. Yeah. That's an album. Um. There's been other ones that have been super super yeah. short. Why all White Lungs albums that come in under half an hour? I'm pretty yeah. sure. Um, so, but yeah. yeah, no, there there is more than one song in this album. There is certainly more than one yeah. song. It's just a different. Type. That was that was. It's pro- a different type of song. That was a bit provocative, but it just. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, sorry, yeah. but songs two to seven don't appeal to me as much uh, as song one. <laughs> yeah, well, the last song is is verse chorus, verse chorus. The yeah. First song is verse chorus, verse chorus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there, that's yeah. that's. Overnight kind of, is fine. I, I guess that's kind of what you're looking for. I think. 
No, not necessarily. I, well, I, show, I, I showed you with teeth, and that yeah, is yeah. as poppy as Nine Inch Nails can be. Oh, yeah. It's great. And, yeah. I, and, I have, and I have listened to, you know, like the Downward Spiral. It's great. Um, um, with Zero and the Slipper, interesting to pick from as well. Yeah, those ones are mm-hmm. need, ones I need to dig into. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, with, unfortunately with me, like, industrial, it's not a foregone conclusion. I'll... Yeah. It, I like some of it. Some of it, I'm not such a huge fan of. It just, yeah. it just depends. I live for it. I mean, I yeah, don't. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't listen to it on a daily basis right, to right, make right. me feel good. But you yeah. know, I, I like I like the world it brings me into. Yeah, and it's a vibe. Mm-hmm. You have to be like, you have to basically enjoy the vibe. Too. Yeah, that's the thing. It was certainly that 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 was certainly the mission statement with, with Bowie's last album, Black Star. Yeah, which <laughs> just any old casual Bowie fan struggled with, I'm sure, right. across the yeah, board. Yeah, yeah. Um, I even struggled with it a little bit and still do. Yeah. But yeah, same. I think it's the same kind of mission mission statement. And he's and, not, and he's and he's closing into that kind of age as well. Yeah, and he's like, I don't think that was his goal with these EPs or albums or whatever you want to call them was ever to pack a set with floor fillers. Like it's him expressing his confusion and outrage about the way that the world has gone recently. That's never gonna wind up being yeah. you know like uh, easily consumable mm-hmm. music it's yeah. not you know mm-hmm. so what I might personally like isn't necessarily what's going to be the most artistically like valuable for yeah. Trent Reznor uh-huh. yeah um, um, you know yeah yeah I'm just I'm glad I'm glad this came out um, definitely I'm glad he took this venture yeah and of course I'd much rather prefer a With Teeth if, right, I, if I'm yeah. being brutally honest. And I think that's kind of seems to be the consensus as well, if I may well, admit that I've been reading... I have read reviews of them all, he's all three get, of them. He's getting there. Yeah. He, he states that. I think everybody seems to agree that, you know, it, it, it's necessary. Like, as an artist, these albums are necessary. No one would ever begrudge him for making them. Mm. Yeah. But at the same time, mm. if I were to sit down now and listen to Nine Inch Nails... It, Probably wouldn't be going back to those. It's certainly not in their entirety. Yeah, you point out the singles oh, that you get from. And like I said, yeah. like less than maybe my song in 2017, one of definitely mm. unbelievable track. Yeah, and it's you know, um, it's track. Finish off. What did you yeah. think of the production turns in job? job yeah, in because it's, it's so unconventional. Like the yeah. first song that you do love. Yeah, is such an odd. Like it's not just full things, full bass. No, no, low no, cut. no, no, no. It's, it's as industrial is. I yeah, guess. he al- he always kind of messes with your brain mm-hmm, a little mm-hmm. bit with the production. Yeah, there's um, a new thing at every turn. Yeah, I, I, which I like. You know. Yeah, it's it, it it's good. I mean, I'm a little bit basic when it comes to production. I, yes. you know, but I can I can totally understand appreciate yeah. that Nine Inch Nails. They're going for something different than just like a full, clear, clean production job. Yeah, and you it, get, it you, sounds you, good. Yeah, you you kind of get it live anyway. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. basically. Yeah, I think it sounds good. Um, cool. So that's uh, what was your? Um, I mean, what was your favorite track? Was it? Oh, uh, I think the first track. First track. First track. Yeah. Last track. Um, I like it all. I like yeah. it all. It's all. An e- it's all a package. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sh- Shimmer. The first track is my favorite as well. Yeah. Um, score out of ten. Uh. I don't want to do this. Ah, uh, well, this is a nine. It's just a nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. Cool. I, I don't. I hesitate to rank these. I hesitate to rank EPs. You know, yeah. that are like this. But we got to take them on his own terms. You know, it's yeah. been really. It has been released as an album. That's and true. Whatever. You know, um, and I'm sure another album will be out very soon in full. Um, yeah. Maybe end of next year. I'd say almost. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Cool. Um, I'm gonna break your heart and give it a five, and let's move on. Oh, it's a lot better than a five. It's. <laughs> Far better than a five. The the four, because is, a four is poor. 
Yeah. Four is four. I know. Okay. And it's not a poor album. It's nope. It's five oh, for me. You son of a bitch. If it was, if every song was like the first song, we'd be having a different conversation. Okay. But again, sorry. Every time it seems like every time we talk about none and shells, it breaks Dylan's heart hard yeah. a little. But well, we not, talked about to be with fair, teeth. not the time we talked about with teeth. That was yeah. I was fully on board with that. And we album. haven't just talked about the albums. No, we talked about experimental EPs. Yeah. So prefix that. Maybe if we have a dry week, some week we'll like take maybe like three or four nine inch nine up we'll do like one album review or like two album reviews the fragile or something and speed, take speed like, on it and we'll do the rest of the nine inch nails albums just so you can like yeah. say you covered off and i'm not a heathen yeah um okay <laughs> so moving on, on weirder shit what do we have next uh can we please talk about rolling blackouts coastal fever this is a band fine <laughs> no I, i'm kidding i'm kidding <laughs> this is um this is a band that i discovered totally at random last year uh or maybe even at the end of 2016 either way i became completely obsessed i think we, re- we reviewed the french press actually we did um on one of our first shows yes it was uh, and very i just could not get enough of that album it's you yeah. would have you might remember from the from that episode it's 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 like Jangle, it's like it's somewhere between jangle, jangle pop, porn. Jangle porn, it is like jangle porn. Jangle pop, surf rock, late noughties indie rock, mm. almost like they call themselves soft punk slash hard pop. Like they basically just play guitar infused pop songs, um, is the best way to describe it. In much in a similar way to what was like ubiquitous at the end of the 2000s, but I would argue to a higher standard. And this is their, anyway, they're from Melbourne. And it's their first album release. And I have to confess, I felt a little bit like um, <laughs> my baby is now being shown off to the world. It's like Simba being held up in Pride Rock. Mm. Like, I had never heard a peep, literally not a peep, uh, about Rolling Blackout's Coastal Fever um, until the first single from this album came out. They must have, Which they one, must have a really good... Mainland? Uh, mainland, yeah, okay. yeah. They must just have a really good agent or something like Maybe. that. But, it, it, you know, it went from... Uh, you know, just this being this Australian band with a random name and a great EP to they're on BBC6, BBC Six Music and yeah. when the album came out all of a sudden it's in the Irish Times it's in BBC it's in the Times it's in the Guardian like everyone's raving about it but with good reason in my opinion um, so and they're coming to Dublin so I'm glad actually they're oh, yeah. getting a bit of traction yeah. and buzz because it's the same one as Billy Talent I believe oh is so it so we're going to have to split the difference there but uh, oh. but uh, yeah so I'm glad they're getting some buzz and traction because their tour would probably be financially ruinous yeah. for them if they yeah. were to come over to Europe and not have any buzz. Yeah. Uh, so all that to say, the album's called Hope Downs mm-hmm. and it's like, it's very short. It's like 35 minutes. Yeah, yeah. It's quick. In my opinion, of pop rock perfection. Um, I am a huge fan of this. I'm, I, As you could probably guess from yeah. my intro. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, and not mine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. We'll, but, we'll give you, obviously, yeah. you, well, I want to hear your thoughts as oh, well. Yeah. But, um, it's uh yeah it, i it it just kind of comes and goes in one long hot summer of yeah of jangling riffs uh-huh. and sort of bittersweet poignant nostalgic melodies yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, really thick australian accents so they are australian right oh yeah pretty much yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's two there's two singers so there's i think there's f- there might be even be five of them in the band actually okay um, um can you i can't distinguish them 
Uh, oh, oh yeah, no, there's, there's one, one guy that sings that sings a little harder than the other. Okay, so it's uh, there's four of them. Sorry, Frank Frank Carney, uh, Tom Russo, Joe White, and uh, oh five of them. Yeah, Joe Joe Russo and Mark. Tuss- oh, so there's actually two brothers, Joe and Joe and Tom. Okay, uh, on bass and vocals. So I, I don't know which if if Fran or uh, Tom is this sort of <laughs> excuse me. More, are there three of them that sing? One of them is backing vocals. That's all I say anyway. That you know uh-huh. you get you get you get some variety in the vocals. Um, I've clearly done my research here. So yeah. Dylan, uh, I remember you being a little lukewarm on the EP. I'm gonna guess you're yeah. a little lukewarm in the album. I'd say I'm less so. Oh, less so. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. Um, because I, I I like the kind of music like that in small chunks. Yep. Um, this this wears thin a little fast for me. Okay. Um, and by a little fast, I would say, um, it spreads out its its um its sugary treats across the board a little bit sparsely. Okay. Yeah. And not. Um, which you don't notice on an EP because it comes so fast. Yeah. Um, this comes fast as well, but um, I like, I really like, I do like the first three songs. Yeah, it kind of hits you right, like as in, yeah, the first three songs. It's, yeah. it's Air Conditioned Man, Talking yeah. Straight, and Mainland. Yeah, and this They're is like three big singles. Yeah, and this is from somebody who yeah absolutely doesn't um, grab from this uh, era of area of indie. Right, yeah, and like um, you would not be a big like waves yeah. or a squarehead fan. It's so, not so I your... try, I try my strongest yeah. to find bits. Yeah, and I think most of all, I, I like the, I like the, I like the band. Yeah, I don't like the vocals. Okay, the vocals, the vocals, um, uh, sink the ship for me a bit. Yeah, um, it's gonna be a make or break. It could be, it, it could be the absolute um, amount of vocals going off at once at points. Yeah. Um, and they don't distinguish themselves enough. Um, and I just don't like the vocal style. <laughs> yeah, For no, one, I mean, you're, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. D- Dylan, you f- famously, you're very much a Marmite when it comes to, like, yeah. accents. It's it's a, little, it's a little annoying, Yeah, personally, for me. That's okay. Um, though I like a lot of Australian bands. Yeah. Um, so I guess it's just the way the indie... Yeah, ga- indi- Nick Cave The, the indie lads do it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nick Cave, Mammal, that, that jazz. Yeah. I think, yeah, I mean, it really depends. Like, they have... It's it's quite a storytelling style. Um, you know, there's like once I think Talk Straight starts with like all day I wait around for Jenny's old coupe. Like it's mm. it's it's really conversational. There's it even is. some spoken word, especially in the first track. He starts yeah. talking about you know, and I, it couldn't be anywhere but Australia. Yeah. He starts talking about you know, it's an air conditioned street, yeah. an air conditioned town, an air conditioned city, and like everything about it is Melbourne but like viewed through the prism of blue collar kind of folk punk almost like that kind of Menzinger sound mm. um, but you know with like so many other influences because they come from a totally different part of the world that it's yeah. it's kind of becomes its own thing but that's so close to Mammal's way of doing things because yeah. they, they are they're for the people yeah punk funk right folkiness so like it's it's not too far removed yeah, the, as far the as approach. Yeah. yeah, like the the the, the results totally different. Yeah. Maybe the approach quite similar. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure how politically driven this album is. I guess. Indeed. No, I, yeah, I mean, there's certainly songs where it feels like there might be an underlying political mm. message, like on maybe like mainland and more social Cappuccino City as well. Yeah. Um, but uh, really, I mean, it's all about the. Yeah. For me, it's 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 all about the cascading yeah. riffs. Of just okay. you know, there's no rules about when a guitar can like burst into a solo yeah. or when the guitar licks mimic the voice uh-huh. or like on Cappuccino City, it's the chorus yeah. which which I which I love. Is, I, I do. The chorus that, is a riff. That, that's kind of when the album comes back to me. Yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. It's, it's four song gap. Okay, for that's me, fair. Basically, 
Um, yeah, and then, and then kind of, kind of, yeah, I, I, it eases you out of the album with almost like a Mac DeMarco style slow jam. In I did, how long. I did appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then, mm-hmm. and then, uh, sorry, that's the hammer I'm talking about. But how long is almost like turnover, maybe or best coast. It's yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's sugary sweet and kind of slow, mm-hmm. and then eases you out of the album. Yeah. I think I, I honestly can't really find fault with it. The only song I, that passes me by okay. a little bit is um. So- is a time it's called like time come round or something yeah yeah. Um, it's, it's like the f- time in common the fourth track is the only one where uh-huh. i wouldn't pick it out as a highlight it's 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 decent but yeah. uh, everything else has something to like yeah mark it apart mm-hmm. i think like um yeah go ahead yeah I, I like the punch you get from the drums yeah 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 but it's the same punch okay for the almost the entirety of the album same kind of tempo doesn't diverge too far off the like the dun 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 like yeah. it's a shotgun kind of snare in a way With, yeah and it's almost like always like a tambourine or something going yeah as well. but it's this yeah. it's the same styling yeah. of song yeah for yeah, a bit yeah. too much in this cappuccino city would be the exception it's more, uh-huh. it's more and like the first driving. three and, and the first three kind of yeah, yeah, kind of yeah, changed yeah, that yeah, off yeah. a bit yeah yeah but i think they they they, they could have changed it up a bit in the drum sphere true I, I would have paid more attention to the interesting guitar work which which clearly is there yeah in, in waves and solos and all that yeah, I think oh. um, I I don't necessarily disagree with you, but I, I just think um, the drums more well. There's what that's why second yeah. fiddle to the songwriting. Yeah. Like they're very much like a song. <gasps> they serve it. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, centric band. Um, yeah. So like, you know, they're like on songs like Sisters Jeans. It's very much about that that nostalgic mm. vibe, and it almost reminds you that in that way of like, you know, a big. Uh, soppy ballad by you know Oasis or the Goo Goo Dolls or something in terms yeah. of like it just for me like it's it's that's yeah. totally me but I, I'm a real sucker for that kind of that's emotional right. like whisking yeah. away of like a vibe and, and the whole yeah. album like Mainland as well just had it's I just think that's like a future classic that should be yeah a massive massive hit that song if it hasn't already been I think it's been a pretty big success on yeah. BBC but, Mainland and stuff yeah like, but they yeah. just it seems make like- you feel like you're walking around and like hundred you know like whatever you know 50 degree heat yeah <laughs> and i do like i do like it i like when the vocals get to a point yeah and yeah, they yeah. can they can move with the hooks yeah and not kind of talk with the hooks um so you're like those big choruses yeah you do like back on the main ladder talking straight yeah yeah, no, no, yeah. talking mm-hmm. straight comes in at the end on a hammer as yeah. well um you know yeah you're gonna bring the hammer down yeah there are a few big chorus moments yeah yeah, yeah. i think the parts i don't like from this album straight into the more uh, you know you know the kooks remember them oh I do yeah, I remember yeah. the kooks yeah. I actually had a little bit of time for them okay <laughs> uh, I, I, I dreaded every entry into my ear canal okay, that they yeah, supplied fair, fair, fair. Um, when I was younger yeah. and I was I was very impressionable yeah I, I didn't have I, I didn't have a constructed taste but I still knew that they That's weren't funny, my I jam. Write, I didn't write down the kooks. And but they weren't I, my jam. I did write down another a wildly hated band, Razorlight, which yeah, they yeah. hand in hand for me at least. They, yeah, 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 yeah. See, I was a little bit of a sucker. There was a, there were there were only a few bands that I really couldn't okay. stand from that. I I I was a bit into the late two thousands indie revival. Yeah, so, I mean, I like my I like bits from that. Yeah, like I love my Block Party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I absolutely. Uh, this would be. It, this is less. It's not as mechanical as Block Party. Mm-hmm. I can. Yeah. It, it kind of comes from a different tradition, but yeah, yeah. I, I know what you're saying. They mm-hmm. they Block Party work. Yeah, but I like the summary vibes you get from the first three songs and then yeah. the bits at the end. But that's that's all I have to come. Yeah. To head with. 
Cool. All right. Well, yeah. I not think... a disaster at any point. Not 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 a total no. disaster. No, I, it really all <laughs> For depends me, on. Yeah, like, I expected ha- worse. Yeah. Yeah. Do, do you like to jangle? You will enjoy this album. That's yeah, basically. I like to it. jingle. I think mm-hmm. this is his higher quality album of of jangly, summery, yeah. like wistful tunes yeah. you're gonna find. But it's up. Like your mileage may vary. I happen to really like that kind of stuff. Yeah. I think pr- this is produced produced as well as I've heard it. Yeah, great shout out to um, Liam Judson. Did okay. a great job, and okay. apparently on a portable setup, like they just yeah. like plugged and played wherever they were and, yeah. and got it done. It wasn't a yeah. formal studio setting, but mm-hmm. did you know he did a, he did a really good job, and you know they they obviously took their time with the guitar tone. It's really consistent throughout the album. Yeah, um, to a fault for my in my opinion, but yeah, to a fault to Dylan, for Dylan's opinion. That's right. It's it is very much cut from the same cloth. Mm-hmm. The whole album is, but mm-hmm. I think you you can pick out some fantastic little bits of solos and uh moments that maybe surprise a little bit like on on a exclusive grave there's almost like almost like a chromio style there's some like funk uh, funk sweeps and yeah, stabs yeah, yeah. near the end um, and the yeah. little changes help so yeah, much yeah 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 but it's all subtle it's little changes <laughs> yeah. it's little yeah. teeny little changes it's a yeah. genre album that's yeah, it it's an, I kept a very open mind for it so yeah. I'm, I'm kind of going to give it a six-ish right. six-ish did you have a favorite song uh, I think it was the second song. Uh, oh, talking straight. Yeah, it's because that had, that had a nice end to it, and solo and chorus. Yeah, yeah. chorus. Yeah, it was that was fun. Awesome. It's a fun album. Um, I'm I because it's one of my favorite songs of the year. I'm gonna give it to Mainland as my favorite song. Yeah, that was fun. That, I adore that yeah. song. Exactly what you want out of a match of the day. Awesome, catchy. Yeah. I think it's got a little bit more emotional depth, but it yeah. would work very well in Match of the Day. Yeah. Uh, and it's going I mean, fucking Banquet had a lot of emotional depth and that was used. Yeah, um, Darkest Ocean by All Twins as well. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, they, they sometimes pick good songs. But freaking, yeah. uh, what, the Ultimate FIFA song is also an excellent song. Song 2 by Blur. You know what I mean? Sure, yeah. They can be good songs. Um, yeah. Anyway, I'm going to give it a 9. Okay. I think it's excellent. Reverse, hear, reverse. Like, this, this is the exact dichotomy you, you come to the show for. This is the... Yeah. You don't know which way it's going to go. Yeah, yeah. I like it. I like that. <laughs> yeah. One guy likes industrial, the other guy likes jangle yeah. pop. Um, but maybe let's uh, move on still, to something... And we're still friends. And we're still friends and co-songwriters. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Maybe let's move on to something that we probably can both agree on. So this is uh, the one? new and some would argue first album from uh, Zealand Arder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually. Well, you know, um, I mean, put it this way. Zealand Arder had... Um, had an album out in uh, 2017, last early last year, yeah. right? Uh, for for us, for us, um, for our labels. I mean, 2016 for late their, 2016 their, for their label, okay, and then sure. international. Was, yeah. So anyway, the name of this one is Stranger Fruit, but the initial Zealander album A was suspiciously EP length, and B sounded like it was produced inside someone's ass no it didn't tell that no part. but it was it didn't yeah th- th- says the one who loves the black metal <laughs> <laughs> yeah but okay right prison cell uh <laughs> casio keyboard in a drain pipe <laughs> yeah i i take i i have i'm a big uh yeah. fan of good production let yeah. me tell you i i uh i'm not a big fan sorry of- i believe that's how um the guy from burns them really the oh, last really? three albums was okay. like that <laughs> listen it, it just yeah. it um, sounded like a glorified demo an excellent glorified demo with some really really great songwriting um and a really strong concept which is yeah yeah it's kind of, the concept is um this guy uh his name is manuel garso i think gagno marcel gagno yeah. uh manuel gagno i always get his name wrong yeah. manuel 
Um, Manuel, yeah, Manuel Gagno. Anyway, he's he's a Swiss American guy. Yeah. Concept. Did we did we cover the first album? We, we did. did. We did. Yeah, we did. We did. So we're not going to go. So through you can go it. back to it. If you, you can go listen. back and listen if you want. I'm not going to like go into it in detail. Basically, the concept is that um, he was in a lot of metal bands when he was a kid. He's big into like spirituals, that kind of style, like chain gang chants and stuff. He was challenged to mix black metal with that that style of music, mm-hmm. and what it came out of it was Ardor, basically a concept project about um, a group of slaves or servants or chain gang members who yeah. rise up against their Christian masters and mm. uh, by consulting with the devil mm. so it's it's basically like a even mix between old style like old uh, go- gospel revival yeah. that sort of thing and sort of pulpy kind of yeah yeah like black oh wild west almost kind of stuff yeah, yeah. Um, especially in this album we'll old get to school that. blues with crushing Nordic black yeah. metal uh-huh and I think he almost commits to theme even more so here than he did in the first one. Yeah, it's it's what else has he got to give? How far can I push this? Yeah, to right. warrant a full album and then some. Yeah, because this 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 much more so than the first release has this feels like an album that it, multiple individuals got together to create. It was it uh, was yeah. Manuel and and his and the drummer. Yes, yes, yeah. yeah. Uh, so he did all the instruments, the drummer mm-hmm. did the drums, but it feels more alive. It doesn't feel like mm. programmed as much as the last album. Yeah, um, it's w- much longer. Now that there is an audience. Yeah. yeah, I think it's about double the length of the of the first one. Sure, seems it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, well that's interesting. Let's dig into that. Do you do you feel like perhaps it, it stretched a little thin here? Um, no, actually. No, okay. I, I think I think. Hmm. For me. Yep. I think this is the most I wanted this kind of music. Okay. I, I don't know what he'd do for the next album because right, I think, I think right, he nails right, right. it so well on this. He yeah. can only improve in production, but I've been surprised before. Yeah. And this album has a lot of variety and it checks out a lot of different cool things. Yeah. That black metal has never touched before, even from the last album. There's yeah. New stuff that surprises me. Because on the last album, even though we all were well aware of the concept, it did feel a little disjointed like the the revival gospel stuff was like almost segmented away from the black metal and at times it wasn't but for the most part it kind of was and then there were these weird electronic interludes that were very much separate as well they're still here on the fool and uh solve i think is the name of the other one Uh, but yeah yeah but certainly in terms of the black metal and the chain gang chants being meshed intermeshed with each other that's done here to mm. a super high standard. Fully realized. Yes. Um, yeah, and they're like they're hand in hand, unmistakably like blended together, which yeah. is really cool. The intro supplies that absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> that was I really like the intro in this album. Into Gravedigger's chant. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah it's mm-hmm. very cool. Um, it's not often that you get to talk about like wolves in the throne room and liturgy and mall in the same breath as like hosier, the black keys, Jack White. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> I will say you you alluded to the hosier thing before, and that yeah, was yeah. one thing. One of the singles you didn't like too much. Uh, um, Built on Ashes, the last track. Uh, second, uh, yeah, yeah, second last tra- or last track. Last track. Yeah, Built yeah. on Ashes. Um, hosier picks from the same fruit. No pun intended. <laughs> strange fruit. Yeah, strange fruit that um these guys do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just no, yeah. I, it's it, it. I mean, it's pure spiritual like a, gospel. That's yeah, all. Right. It all comes from that. Uh, it's 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 sonically yeah. similar, although. You know, Hosier, much and all as I dislike his music, sorry. Same. But, you know, 
it's a surface level similarity, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some of the influences are the same. Yes, Manuel when he's when he's singing sweet does sound a little bit like him, but yeah. the places that it goes yeah. to, even in that song Built on Ashes, like the and it's a real triumphant, hopeful, major uh, way to end the album. Uh, yeah, but yeah. The places that it goes to are so different that in my brain mm-hmm. they don't the Venn diagram's quite And small. I guess you gotta sing like that to yeah. get that vibe. Um which hey, that's just how it works. Right, yeah, and he and you know. he goes. I mean, he spans the gamut from like on built on ashes. It's, it's really sweet, almost like R and B style vocal, um, all the way to like the most just uh, high pitched, piercing squeals on some of the mm. the death, the sort of more black metal tracks, you know. Yeah. Um, and then everything in between, he has like an amazing roar as well, and like a chant. One yeah. thing I didn't expect as well is that there's a lot of like rotting Christ style. Yeah, there like is. Latin chanting on yeah, this, yeah. which is very cool. That, that reminds me of um, Infestitarum, the um, oh yeah, yeah, the Ghost album that I love. The one Infestisumum. Al- Infestisumum. Yeah, the yeah. one two albums ago. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm um, a huge fan of that demonic chanting. It was so. a pub. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Iago, yeah. yeah, awesome. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, it kind of like there was a couple of things that maybe surprised me a little bit. Yeah. Um, some some of the Metallica sugar riffing yeah. with a bit of like Gojira just on Ro 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 in sugar. particular has like a big Metallica influence yeah yeah is, cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, is that that the last part yeah last part um, on Don't You Dare there's a real old school at the gates like early Dark Tranquility vibe yeah like, oh like almost that when it was like when gothenburg was like folk influenced yeah. very cool that's a real a real crowd getter that song I yeah, think. yeah 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 yeah. With, with the lyrics um great and, gang vocals oh my god the gang vocals in this album yeah are really good i'm not yeah. sure how many people have done them at once or if it's just him i doing think it, it might be i mean it's funny actually because you this, see the ones he does he sings with live oh yeah. i haven't seen i'm we're yeah. gonna oh i'm gonna see them live anyway okay months, yeah but, you, um, you'll be surprised at the type yeah. of folk he gets to sing this kind of stuff okay yeah yeah i'm excited yeah. I'm, I'm very excited to see how it all goes down live considering it was yes. a one-man project up until quite recently yeah um i had to listen to it's funny he he was doing a something called bird mask which was his like main squeeze for ages oh yeah, very, yeah. quite commercial poppy um music it's fine you can definitely hear it sounds like a a poppier version of the interlude tracks yeah, with, yeah. with singing on top but um, yeah it was, it was fine it, you know he's better doing the metal stuff yeah but I like that section we were talking about there the uh, fire of motion hermit ship the ship on fire oh yeah yeah I love that section I think that's that's the peak yeah. of this album yeah the hermit was really cool because it, it's there wasn't anything like it on the first one like a mm. downtime mm. from the metal but still very much like keeping you in the desert it, it sounds like almost the sun has gone down yeah and the, the cicadas are out it's like yeah. you know it's got like the Spanish guitar uh-huh. kind of coming in very very cool yeah and like Row Row has kind of a 20s unplugged dance element to it to yeah, like with almost, the lyrics you know that like that Ball, ballroom dance you know, without that, amps that kind of hoedown vibe there was <laughs> on the new Queens of the Stone you're like yeah yeah you just a lot of stuff you don't expect like it goes into playful places and then it'll immediately mm. just like blast you with yeah. the icy cold because I wasn't I wasn't too confident about the singles when they were coming out yeah. one by one. I was like, okay, it's good, but I, I need the full picture and the full picture got me it. So Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hadn't heard Waste actually. I'd only heard Built on Ashes, but Waste I really like. I do. It's um it has an interesting way of um chopping the melody yeah. of the guitar over the whole thing. Um while keeping it very black metal and 
Yeah, it's the least... I would say it's the least... Um, I mean, apart from the like plinky-plonky 8-bit interludes, which I really like, but are kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, it's it's probably like the them. least uh, relevant to the theme because it it's very much in that mold of emotional black gaze like mall deaf heaven that sort of thing mm-hmm. and it commits basically throughout the whole song that yeah. song waste but it's but i just think it's got this really mysterious chord progression it sounds awesome i i think it, it sounds like it's got a female guest vocalist but i don't think it yeah. does i think uh, they've just been putting the voice on yeah maybe um, um very cool though odd like dark deaf tonesy kind of trancey stuff it's it's yeah it's so weird and the lyrics i mean they do really like they do evoke the theme of yeah. If not specifically like a one particular chain gang mm. rising up against their masters, it's more of a general like uh, resistance of minorities against the, mm-hmm. the oppressor. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of the general vibe. Yeah, it's become a pulpy topic to become very relevant. Yeah, and, and mm. the album title is a reference, I think, to a Billie Holiday album called Strange Fruit, which was our song, I can't remember if it's one or the other, which was about um, like lynchings and, yeah, and kind yeah. of Jim Crow. So it's... Mm-hmm. I suppose exactly, it's maybe yeah. to echo the similarities in the and the mirror image. And Jim Crow of was on today. the first album on the front cover, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, that was right, the yeah, thing. Yeah. Now, this, uh, yeah, the front cover uh, for this one, not too much going on besides the logo we saw on the last cover. It's a little basic. So yeah, I would have. It's a little basic. I, yeah. I'm a little sad that they didn't go with them. Um, one of the single covers actually for I think it was for Waste maybe had like a half like a rotten apple or something. Yeah, they're all kind of which I think would have made a really good album cover for this. Oh, certainly, yeah. Uh, um, like kind of a, like a dried out old apple. Um, but they just went for the logo. I guess they want to get the, which I think has the apple behind it. That's kind of like. Oh, the, is that the, is that the, is that the idea? Maybe, oh, maybe? yeah, I think it is actually. Yeah, maybe. it's kind of. I think so. It's hard to tell. It's hard to tell. It's a but, little. It's a little basic. But, but what I mean is the yeah. visuals you get from this in mm. your head warrant more, and and the videos mm. are incredible. Oh my oh, god! Oh, are they good? Yeah, yeah, so good. Um, mm. you gotta watch them. Even the intro song has a video. Oh really? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was the first video we unleashed. And I like that so intro good. song because it kind of goes between major and minor. Like it's it's a little happier than you expect, yeah. and then it goes really sad. It's yeah. good. It's 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 uh, it's fun. Yeah, overall, I think it's a really solid effort. If I'll be honest, mm. I don't think it quite sustains forty-seven minutes. Like there's a couple Those of songs bits. here at the end, like "We Can't Be Found," um, "You Ain't Coming Back." There's just a couple that I think maybe are a little bit surplus to requirement. I, I like I like you ain't coming back actually it has a really cool riff to it much like um I think I think it does at least yeah kind of like um the ones we talked about earlier with the Metallica kind yeah. of chugging there's elements yeah um, no it's 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 good and there's and there's you know even to hear beyond just your sort of your typical black metal and like I wouldn't be a black metal scholar but you know like there's I'm not either who are we like Timmy Borger and like Burzum and yeah. Immortal and those kind of bands yeah. like you can hear there's a lot of that there but I think Demon Borg are more death metal but yeah, yeah right yeah. But sorry um, but uh, you know even to hear this sort of like Lamb of God gallops on Fire of Motion mm-hmm. and there's a lot of a trivium style stuff also yeah uh, actually mostly Behemoth I get yeah Behemoth also yeah 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 Behemoth yeah. Nile almost yeah yeah that kind of element. you've got all the all the classics yeah here. so death metal I, yeah. black metal it's all it's a little bit of a it's a little bit of a, a blind um, spot for me but and not that i don't enjoy the sound but I, I don't find myself reaching for classic black metal very often yeah um but i will i will come back to two songs in this album i, I think i think i'm gonna keep stay. like i've actually got it on the long list for the albums of the year because i think it's a slow burner and i haven't had not uh-huh. long enough with it to yeah really... something this interesting warrants it um, yeah or, yeah we've, we've had a lot of interesting stuff but like stuff that takes this kind of yeah. genre bending risk yeah yeah 
yeah kind of like I just wish it had album. the only yeah. thing is I wish I wish it was yeah. the, the, uh, the metal stuff was a little bit more experimental but that's all that's you okay. know but, but the okay. fact that the concept is so experimental it doesn't necessarily need it yeah. as much uh, but yeah so I, my favourite song on it was probably um, probably Gravedigger's Chant yeah like Grave Chant great um, Fire of Motion yeah it's good too and Don't You Dare are both dual favourites for me alright I'm gonna give it an 8 me too it, yeah, it's two yeah. eights. Two eights for Zealand Arder, Stranger Fruit. Told you we'd equally like that. Yeah, yeah, I know, but so I teed it up. Um, if you if you like, if put it this way, right, you're gonna like the the soul stuff regardless of who you are because it's really high quality. So mm-hmm. try it, just try it. You'll see how you get I mean, on. I mean, geez, we don't like Hosier. Imagine fans that like Hosier. Oh yeah! Imagine what they might grasp. Yeah, onto. throw on. I would say if you're gonna if you're gonna try this one, try Built on Ashes and just see if you like it because that one is even when it get kind of gets a little heavy, it's it's really like triumphant and, and uh-huh. hopeful and stuff. So uh-huh. um, it's not it's not gonna like turn you off and then uh, go from there because they're you know it's a really admirable project from um, from Manuel Gagno uh, and yeah and I wish them all the best. I'm really looking forward to seeing Leonardo the live experience in <laughs> August at Art Tangent. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, don't want to run too too much over okay. on this episode, so <laughs> let's dive straight into Man with a Mission from Shibuya in Tokyo. Shibuya. Shibuya. Their thing is they wear wolf masks. Yeah. Uh, they've made a crazy story about being found in the ice, yeah. listening to music for eternity. <laughs> yeah. And like yet, music from across the world. Coming up yeah. with reasonably straight down the line hard rock <laughs> yeah yeah they're, they're mainstream I am they're, yeah. they're um, definitely a, a um, footprint of Japan's mainstream success yeah with hard rock and how it's so prominent there right because you walk, walk across Shibuya Crossing you'll see one of the heaviest songs from this just playing on the big screen yeah, there's yeah, thousands yeah, of people yeah. and like you'd never be caught dead you seeing that here blink your eye no I no. mean Man with the Mission uh, this album's called uh, Chasing the Horizon I believe yeah Um. it's it, it's definitely a new, little bit very new for you right, right. oh yeah, yeah totally yeah. fresh mm-hmm. to me totally fresh yeah Um. but uh, I would say it's definitely just a, a hair beyond the, the tastes of the mainstream here certainly in terms of it, yeah. it, it, it gets way too heavy at points. There's certainly songs yeah. that I think would fit the palette, yeah. but it, it's 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 sort um, of between the two. Yeah. Though happily enough, it's getting a an international physical release in okay. o- on August. Okay. In August, so that means everywhere here. Right. You'll right, see right, it in right, Tower right. Records, which is great. That's awesome news. Yeah, and and I think um, of all the bands that you've brought to the show, like all the Japanese bands, they don't. There's like a smattering of lyrics in Japanese, but really. He they they sing the vast majority of the lyrics in English, and the guy's accent is not super distracting. There's which, two. There's two vocalists. Oh, there's yeah. two. Yeah, I got the. Sorry, there's one guy's one kind of rap sings. Yeah, one, one has a deep kind of baritone voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But mm. neither of them have a particularly strong Japanese accent, which can really turn off a Western ear. I think. Yeah, it's it's hard to get used to. Like, trust me, I did not like this band before. Well, I think yeah, oh, okay. Like I, I saw them. So at, you, you'd heard I, their, their older yeah. stuff, and I'd seen them at Summer Sonic. Oh, okay, right, right. Opening right. for Foo Fighters. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah, and every every baby. And is their older stuff like this? Um, yeah. I, I as I said, I, I think that they're, they're this is what they're building up to. Okay. This is finally like an album I like. Like there, there we go. I, I like it from from pretty much from start to finish. Okay. Um, I didn't really like just the way they did things earlier on. Okay. It sounded a bit amateurish. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. This. I mean, this is a very, very polished yeah, product. It produced 
pretty well uh, yeah, do, yeah, do you yeah, like yeah. the production on this is it yeah i do i the only thing my only issue with it is they don't and then maybe for you this is a pro but i i okay. wish they kind of committed a little bit more to a musical palette because from song yeah, to song yeah. it can go from it's a bit jarring the guitar tone um, can go from almost just a little bit metallic to quite dull radio rock like it yeah. not, it just um, it just changes quite a bit yeah. from song to song I mean, that's all a lot of great music on this. I'll get started, but yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, I assume we can agree we didn't like the ska song. Oh, featuring, the, featuring the ska orchestra. I know they're pretty famous around around there, but um, yeah, I mean, compared to it reminds me else. of something. I, I, I have System of a Down meets, meets <laughs> Oingo Boingo written yeah, down yeah. here. Not quite. Yeah, it didn't fit. It's, is what I'm saying. It didn't. It didn't quite fit. No, I because, wasn't a huge fan of because why I don't you hate it, but I don't yeah, love it. Because what you really get from this off the bat is yeah. um hints of. Lincoln Park, yeah, 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 mixed with Papa Roach, mixed with in a thrice, mainstream, mm-hmm. mixed with okay, wow. listen, musically, mm-hmm. Lost Profits. I hear a bit of that, uh-huh. you yeah. Know? But there's a real drive and dance rock, yeah, and and even like uh-huh. uh, look, something. Uh, certainly, what Crossfaith do, I think, is a bit of that there, yeah, on uh, the heavier moments. And I'd say Fall Out Boy when they f- when they um more poppy new Fall Out Boy, uh, yeah, yeah, but but as well from when they're finishing the rocky phase with um folly ado yeah yeah, yeah. Um, there are elements. a little bit of uh, motionless and white in some of the more like mm. like there's a lot there is touches of commercial metalcore on this as well oh yeah certainly on songs like broken people and there was so much more in the older albums yeah but this album feels like something i can grasp onto yeah and yeah, listen yeah, to yeah. quite a bit um because they've improved um somewhat i mean sure the the english lyrics are a bit no i think they're fine yeah they're trying their damnedest so, I, I, so that's great I mean you know I do find it super distracting especially because oftentimes Japanese people have really really strong accents like for uh-huh. some reason the Swedes seem to have like uh-huh. this yeah. totally neutral accent when they sing in English but yeah, the Japanese yeah. often it's it's very affected and, and kind of distracting no uh-huh. these guys they sound totally fine it doesn't it doesn't distract me at all yeah. when I listen to the songs and as I said Dead in Tokyo has, oh. has Patrick Stump um, oh is he involved in that he one he co-produced and co-wrote the lyrics that song is so amazing. <laughs> yeah, that it's song really is fucking like good. A head and shoulders above. Mm. I, I like that song. Dead in Tokyo is one of my favorite songs I've there, heard this year so far. See, there, there are a few songs I picked from initially because yeah. they kind of came out before in smaller EPs okay, leading sure. up to this. Okay. Um, it was Dead End in Tokyo. Um, Take Me Under. Yeah, um, Take Me Under. Take Me Under is pretty good. That is re- the video for it is fantastic. Um, yeah. My Hero. Ah, My Hero is great. Chasing the Horizon. Oh, well, yeah. not Dog Days. Dog Days was Dog the earliest one we've. We- so it sounds like they've kind of they kind of already released the best songs. <laughs> no, not necessarily. There's there's a lot of stuff that has surprised me and that has come yeah. out new, like uh, Break the Contradictions and um, Two Thousand and Forty Five Broken People. Um, yeah, 2045 is pretty good. Yeah. The, amount, the, the, the guy with the lower voice kind of reminds you of the singer from Fire from the Gods. Uh, okay. Did we used to review that no, show? We that, no, we did not. That's, I, but I get, I get, where, you're co- I get where you're coming from. Um, yeah, wow. I, I, I just back to my hero for a second. I think okay. th- there's a weird balance of pretty... It's, pretty it's, s- it's the opening to Inuyashka. If, I'm not sure if you've seen that. Oh, is Yashka. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I haven't, but I think there is a m- weird mix of yeah. really forgettable anime intro style ballads and mm. then my hero is a cut above yeah. a lot of, like pretty much yeah. all the rest of the slow songs that yeah. album. it's like the orchestration in it it's is a- really actual good. orchestra doing that yeah no and, yeah. And, and even towards the end like it's really nuanced and they have these this like build up with the mm. woodwind it sounds fantastic very very really heartfelt for such a 
I guess mainstream release. I'm not. I'm not I don't mean to belittle it. No, like you know, no, it, it so, is. Sometimes you see here like passive emotions from mainstream releases that are big rock bands. Yeah, and uh, it's and it's is, not. It's not often. It doesn't um, feel like the orchestra is just like tacked on for fun. It feels like they're a really active participant in that song. Yeah, and there's almost a vibe of you know Cashmere by Led Zeppelin. Yeah, da, 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 as if da, sung da, da, by. Your man from Papa Roach or Raft. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then and with Tom Morello just wheeled in to do a solo yeah. in the middle. But again, it's it's totally bonkers. Like it's, yeah. a, it's and then, crazy. Then like, uh, the whole album is yeah, weird. But it is crazy if anything else. But it um, I, more than half the time it works. <laughs> very catchy. There's a lot of hooks. Yeah. Yeah. Um Hey Now. Um Hey Now is almost like Gary Newman. Meets you know, you know, Shikari. <laughs> meets um Addicted by Devin Townsend, that yes. album. Because that has such a dancey, heavy yeah, rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, 100%. I, li- I like those elements quite a bit. Yeah. Um, I think there are elements that kind of I can pass by pretty fast. Like, Please Forgive Me. The only thing on Please Forgive Me that was weird is it, I almost think it's like a Larkay guitar line that mm-hmm. just like sne- snuck into the last chorus there. Yeah. Real All Twins vibe. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the song itself is super forgettable. Yeah. Uh, um, I would just throw into that mix while we're on the, co- while we're on the topic. Okay. Um, sure. Winding Road, Find You, and Sleepwalkers. None of them Find really did you. it for me. Um, I I do like Find You actually. I like okay. the emotions. I I I I jive well, pretty well with that. Okay. Yeah, emotionally. So I guess yeah. you know, those three just I think I think for it hits me. I think so. on a rock album, I have like a little internal rule that unless they're like the greatest songs ever written, I would put a hard yeah. end of like two. Ballads. I like the verse of Find You quite a bit. Yeah. it's nice okay. and it's upbeat. It's simple. Yeah, I mean the, another issue Sparse. maybe is that it's way too long that's this album yeah it's that's like okay. 14 15 tracks yeah uh, um, i'm fine with that yeah. i guess maybe freak it uh some album some bits i would have gotten rid of but there's I guess... like there's like four tracks that i would lose and the, after which this album would probably gain a point <laughs> to be fine. fair but i but yeah. i mean i was impressed for the most part yeah i enjoyed this quite a bit i um definitely one of my favorites of the year it's a weird listen um it is but it's a and compelling that's lesson. that's why i was kind of risking it in here for a biscuit no, you I'm know. glad you brought it to the show. It's, it's, yeah, it's yeah. decent. Yeah, it's decent. It's good. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely some some highlights like a Dead End in Tokyo. Holy moly! Yeah, but that's a that's a great yeah. song. One, just... of, one of my favorite production jobs. Yeah. In uh, this album, at most points, has my favorite production yet. Yeah. And I'm, I I I looked back to see if I was just being odd about it. No, this this actually is a good weight to it, especially in the guitar front. It it's does. The bass. I think it it um, goes goes from song to song, but certainly yeah. that that song "Dead End in Tokyo" yeah. just sounds so lush. At, at parts, then, at parts, it does feel like it it was recorded in different studios. Yeah, probably, and yeah. it probably was, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah. Um, but really clever songwriting, and maybe that's partly what I liked so much about <coughs> the most recent Fallout Boy album. <laughs> yeah, but this, so, this has a lot to lend with that. But like Patrick Stump style. Yeah, you know? it's, it's those it's those moments where you kind of capitalize on a build up and an emotion in a song. Like, you know, the uh, in the pre-chorus of Dead End Tokyo, it goes like he's Shinjuku James Dean, da 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 da, and then it right before the chorus just goes hey, and then and then it kicks in. It's like mm. those little touches of like you know doing the gang vocal yeah. right before the chorus, halftime tremolo. Just That's what like mm-hmm. manipulates your brain into liking a song. Yeah, and it's it's such uh, a great. Dog chorus. Uh, dog days. I love. Dog days um, is excellent as well. Yeah. Very kind of break breaking the habit by Lincoln Park. Yes, me- um, meets pendulum. The DJ. Can't remember what the DJ's name is, but. Mm. Uh, yeah, but I, I, just, I love the combination. I love the characters. Yeah, I love, I love everybody's pretty standout, for for the most part in this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's it's um, yeah. 
It's good effort. It really is a good effort. I think it's hard to know who to recommend it to. Uh, apart from like, I guess we listed a lot of bands there. If, that kind of yeah, um, like basically, if you like, um, if you can imagine, yeah, like Linkin Park or like Thrice on steroids mixed with like insert your favorite anime opening here. Yeah, Linkin Park, Papa Roach, Fall Out Boy. Put it together, and you probably like this. And you probably like this with other weird touches. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, no, it's 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 decent. I my favorite song quite clearly was uh, Den- another Den in Tokyo. It's such a good song. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna give it a seven. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a twelve. <laughs> but yeah, there's just there's just a few songs I don't like on it. Yeah, yeah. So I gotta give it a nine. Okay. Or also be great. You know, it honestly is very impactful. Yeah. And just as that just happens sometimes an album really grabs you like that. Great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. delighted. Okay, cool. So mm. the wolves do it again. Or do it at least for the first time. Yeah, yeah. Um uh band is called Man of the Mission and the album is called Chasing the Horizon. Yeah. Definitely I personally would recommend um did you say your favourite song? Uh it was Dead in Tokyo. Dead End in Tokyo, yeah. Dead End in Tokyo. Me, take me under some great elements as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um some stuff I'd probably write. Sounds like a lot of that. Yeah. Stuff, like the solos. Yeah. Are totally yeah. my jam. Uh Absolutely. yeah. yeah. Um, check it out uh, mm-hmm. yeah it's, it's decent alright cool last new album of the, of the year I was going to say of the week um, is called Artificial Selection by Dance Gavin Dance I've been keen to cover these guys for a while because they're a band that I'm, I've always maybe thought that I would like they've always been described as the kind of band that I would like and I know people who are in similar-ish bands yeah. but I've never actually taken a time to sit down and listen to them so that new album coming out, I put it on the slate, and here we go. Artificial Selection by Dance Gavin Dance. Um, it's, in a nutshell, it's really, like, fun, playful, post-hardcore meets math rock meets metal meets, like, just insanity. It's a uh, meets mm. funk as well, and pop, yeah, to a certain a, degree. Quite a bit of funk from some bands of this ilk we've covered before, in a way. Yeah. 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 Um, so, they're, they're, like, they're really mm. lighthearted and... Uh, and they have a singer called I think his name is Tillian Tillian uh, who's, the, who's the clean singer uh, yeah and then sounds like a fake name Tillian <laughs> no it doesn't it sounds like a lovely just, name they're from Sacramento actually yeah. they sound like a Boston band but they're from Sacramento okay, okay. and he has that rare thing of having a, a very high pitch almost like soprano voice that also has loads of grit yeah and rasp also isn't I don't find whiny like I think there's no no there's, there, it, yeah. can, it can get whiny in, just, in, in this genre Oh, yeah. really can. That's mm. it. And, a, and a lot of bands fall prey to that. Like I, I used to know guys uh, in a band called The Workout in Boston. And like, unfortunately, they're, they're clean singer. They have the same setup. There's a guy called John in this band that does the the, the screened vocals. And yeah. it was the same for The Workout. They had a guy who did screen vocals, guy who did the clean vocals. And it just, he had that okay. kind of, yeah, kind of nasal. Meh. And it just, it's unfortunate because I don't like mm. that sound. Uh-huh. It seems to be super popular in this genre. Apparently. But uh, Tillian has a really unique voice and it's really soulful yeah. and really funky. It almost like, for, for some vocalists, they need to strain to reach the absolute yeah. peak of notes, which this genre usually goes through. And there are some uh-huh. ball-clenchingly high notes on this Yeah, album. yeah, yeah. They oh, really totally. are. <laughs> totally. He's got a nice rasp to his voice as well, which yeah. I love. Yeah, yeah. There's, I mean, basically it's... It makes it as opposed to breaks it. Yes. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On vocals. Um yeah, and then and then and then John Mess is the other half of the vocal uh sort of yin and yang okay. in terms of he pr- he provides definitely not metallic 
screened vocals much more in the hardcore vein of just sounding like a dude who's yelling and shredding his throat to bits yeah which i quite enjoy it's like in that kind of fucked up slash uh what's another band that has that style um, employed to serve employed to serve yeah that yeah, exactly employed to serve is a good example yeah. right um and he he in particular almost has more wacky lyrics than <laughs> tillian like tillian's can be quite hard on the sleeve where his yeah. uh, john's lyrics are things like um uh, where is that lyric here? Uh, it's like, I can see it and it's audibly wobbly, tastes just like a can of broccoli. Mm. And there's another, there's, he's just got these Welcome mad, to drugs. <laughs> if, you, no, uh, if you read the lyrics, they're nuts, but they're they're fun and they're clever. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, like, it, you know, Son of Robot is a good, is a good opener because it kind of gives oh, you, it yeah. lays the groundwork for the rest of the album. It opens with this really shimmering guitar line, really catchy, and then it just comes in, like, hits you around the head with this, <laughs> massive guitars just yeah. pummeling you and John you know with this really percussive uh-huh. screamed line and, and yeah. then it gets into a chorus it's quite catchy that's that's yeah. kind of that's catchy, kind of the blueprint yeah. as well very yep. funk driven as well would you be a lot of would you be surprised that I if I told you Zachary Garin of Strawberry Girls was a former member oh a former member yeah he was in the band for a couple albums and he is on this record he's um he provides the guitar for Care Holy crap! Like, that was that's one of the best damn. ones. Da, 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 that's da, awesome. Da, da. Yeah, and, that's and, totally yeah. So you totally can, a surprise. Yeah, you can really, really hear the Strawberry Girls in the guitar style here. Um, wow. Okay. When, it get, when it gets funky. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. changes. That changes a lot. Bru- Bruno Mars meets between the buried and me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that changes a lot, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I mean, it kind of go, it go uh, You know, it, it, it's. It, what I, again? It's it. There's a there's real disparate influences. So yeah, that there's like real like pop funk influences mm-hmm. in a lot of the choruses but then also uh, the more metal side yeah like Between the Buried and Me Dillinger Escape Plan yeah. I hear a lot of as well Chiodos and stuff uh, but even then on the second track Midnight Crusade there's a there's a real high octane uh, punk almost like Propagandi uh-huh. or Wilhelm Scream Aim Today something like that so um, they kind of do it all here and it can on first listen be a little jarring but mm. I think it's slowly for me anyway if it's slowly and surely started to yeah. meld into like you, a really cohesive you gotta like the, you gotta like the scream vocals okay because they come at so many different surprising moments yeah when it's when it's mm. they're, like they're there when it's heavy yeah. they're they, there they, when it's chilled they, yeah they could easily ruin what are object, <laughs> objectively very good songs as well okay um, for me a little a little off guard caught me a little off guard Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, they're not totally enough. my kind of screaming vocals. Okay, but hey, it's fine. Do you do you prefer the more like sounds like a particular type of demon? Because I know that like the Randy Blythe. Yeah, you style. like my you, you like yeah. my Randy Blythe uh, Kyo from Darren Gray. Yeah, Devin yeah, Townsend. Yeah. That's the kind of scream. Yeah, I like Anders Frieden just sa- sounds like a monster. This guy is definitely more just sounds like an angry dude. <laughs> I really like them. I I yeah. would. It's almost like that kind of Million Dead type. Yeah. I'm screaming. I I really like, and I'm used to that style. Uh-huh. Like a guy I know called Ted is in a band called Reckless Ways. Which I might have shown you recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know they, they're similar. They're like they're fun. They're super super heavy, and it's okay. a mix of a pretty sugary sweet clean vocals and that kind of scream style. Yeah, yeah. But, um, you have to obviously you have to be down with the scream vocals. You yeah, have to yeah. be. But there's so much else as well. Um, that's oh thing. yeah, like on um on uh yeah on care like we were mentioning before. It's got a, mm. it's almost got a, a feel of you know what's that album called um. Not uh, all hail by features by Asarifa. Yeah. Like it's like yeah. tropical and sunny. Meets meets Zooks. Yeah, them. meets Zooks. Yeah, that's a good shout. That's yeah. a really good shout. Or Don and like Don Broco. <laughs> yeah. I know you didn't like. No, that no, album, I, I get where you're coming from. Yeah, like weighty, syncopated, heaviness. dancey, heavy funk rock. Mm. Um, yeah, and then on uh, 
on Count Bassey there's like sorry go ahead sorry no oh, no, I'm cutting you no, off. no 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 that was a jab that was a silent jab what'd I, you say that's a silent jab I hope they'll catch up on on, on the audio okay so you don't so you'll, you'll listen once you go back <laughs> alright fair enough um, what's it there's a chant there's a vocal chant at the end of Count Bassey did that remind you of anything in particular oh um, something we just covered recently really oh yeah yeah um oh fucking who are they la 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 yeah la 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 sounds just like the chant it's an Asawifa song it's an So Watch You From Afar mm. song that ends with like like almost this kind of tribal drumming and yeah. and a big group chanting a the really alpha, alpha similar male tea party kind of end to that but do you know you, you can't think of the song off the top of your head which it is no I can't I had I can't. a quick listen through a couple of Asawifa songs before I before the show I couldn't figure voice, out which the one it voice was voice or something like that yeah I thought it was the voices I don't but I listened back to 7 billion could be seven billion people alive at once, yeah, yeah. yeah. But in any case, it, like, it, let's call it an homage. Let's hope it's an homage and not just a fuck it. <laughs> it's either accidental or an homage. It's such a different genre, drastically. Yeah. Even though it's in rock. In ways, in ways, uh, yeah, in ways. Yeah, in ways. Um, in ways just similar as well are some of the like dancey, syncopated, heavy songs that I love from this. Yeah. Like a story of my bros has yeah, such a yeah. great fucking hectic chorus that combines. The singing plus the screaming really yeah. well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the peak of the album for me. Okay, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I love Gospel Burnout. Evaporate is interesting. The last track because it's um, mm-hmm. it's almost a medley. Like it's I I I, I found this out. I didn't I didn't know this because I'm not hugely familiar with the back catalogue. But apparently it takes elements from like eight of their songs from previous albums oh, that's and combines great. That's them really into one clever. song. Mm-hmm. That's the one with the My Masquerade. It's the one where he mostly yeah. like, rip. His, where his balls ascend back into his abdomen if he's singing so high uh, it's, it's excellent um, yeah I, I love like slouch I just think mm-hmm. it's a funny concept you yeah. know that yeah. life would be better if we just like had better posture um, it's true and uh, yeah <laughs> can and, be true and there is sucker for the yeah. chorus of like you know halftime kick drums going heavy and just yeah. come in with a really really strong melody I think it's I think it really mm. really works here honestly yeah for the most part um. I'm I was surprised. Yeah. I was pleasantly surprised. Oh, certainly, yeah, yeah, uh, absolutely. You yeah. know, you know, I love this kind of genre when it's done well. Yeah, and yeah the vocalist yeah. carries it. We did cover something like reasonably recently that was. I had the pinkish album cover. You remember it? Yeah, with the, with the r- roses on it. It's kind of roses in black and white. And oh, what is it? I'm gonna scroll back here. Uh, oh, oh, the album that we covered on the show. Yeah, yeah, it was a show. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it was like it, w- it wasn't Palm Reader, surely. No, it wasn't Palm Reader. No, that no. was that was like incredibly heavy <laughs> um uh, was it uh this is this makes for great radio doesn't it yeah like, yeah oh drops drops no 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 it goes uh, it goes back a bit um you you keep looking and i'll pad for time yeah um so i, I while you look for that i'm gonna uh-huh. i'm gonna kind of wrap up on the review in terms of yeah was it good tiger Good Tiger, yeah, yeah, fucking that's, Good Tiger. Yeah, there's a, yeah, there's, uh, especially in the vocals as well. There's a lot of, yeah, Good Tiger. Uh-huh. Good Tiger is a, sh- a good shout. I listened to that yeah. album again recently. Holds up. Yeah, you're gonna hear more about that. The, at the these end of the these year. bands are bringing this genre back to where. Yep. It can actually do a lot of stuff. Progressive. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Love that. Progressive with yeah. it with yeah. a real ear for melody. Yes, yeah, ear for it, like Tesseract. Yep. As well, or yeah, I can finally stand them. Yeah, <laughs> no offense, that's right. Them, but stand them, enjoy them. Yeah, enjoy them. Yeah. So that uh, so my favorite song is probably Care. Okay, yeah. I think Care's excellent. It's got that goddamn bit that I just yeah. love. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Care, so fun. And, and I'm just such a... just I love Strawberry Girls, so anything yeah. Zachary Garren touches, mm-hmm. I'm immediately on board for. Okay, that's awesome. Yep. So, yeah. 
That's me. Oh, uh, God, my song. It changes so much. I haven't listened to this album enough. That's okay. But I will listen to it more. Yeah, yeah. Um, Story from Bros was my favorite. Story from Bros is uh-huh. pretty good, too. All right, great. I'm going to give it a nine. Eight. Sweet. All right. Yeah. That's a, that's a, that's a pretty good... The uh, screaming vocals clash a bit much, but that's all right. That's cool. I'm super into them, but that makes all the difference. Um. Oh, and sorry. Last thing I'm going to say is Fall of Troy. If I didn't mention them before, Fall of Troy. That's the band that I think they sound most like. That makes They're crazier, sense. heavier, but similar yeah um and i love full of troy so great that's dance gavin dance uh it's it's reasonably heavy but it's got like tons and tons of great melodies so uh-huh. care would be the one that i'd start with or story my bros see you get on see if you like it and uh i personally absolutely love it fuck yeah right so that is that is all of the new releases for the week if i'm not very much mistaken so we're just quickly gonna take a look back at one of your faves one of my favorites if not that, possibly yeah. the most Song songish thing I hear from you in your playstyle. Yeah, yeah, right. Yes. If this, anything that blows my mind is like, oh wait, this is what Donald. This is this is Donald's riff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. That's, but, this yeah. Is Black and Sky by Biffy Claro. Yeah. Um. So this um, is probably like the. Uh, I so I got I can't got into Biffy Claro through Puzzle. Yeah. But yeah. this was probably the first like start to finish Biffy album that I actually like got into as it were, and yeah, it's had like a resounding impact on my musical taste and the way that I write music and even when I was actually applying I, I initially applied to do music in college um, and uh, I didn't end up I ended up taking it but I but I got accepted yeah, yeah, yeah. and as part of the entrance exam they asked you to write uh, an essay on your favourite like piece of music they were like it can be an album it can be a symphony or whatever I was like right I literally wrote it about Black and Sky I was like didn't had not prepared like didn't know that I was going to be getting this question just went in it was like what's your favorite album and then at that point I went it's Black and Sky by Biffy Clyro and wrote you know an essay that was good enough to get me into uh, college so you know yeah. I really have a long and storied history with this album um, I think it's one of the most cohesive and important albums of its genre especially for the time that it came out yeah 2002 it's mm-hmm. not long after bands like Sunny Day Real Estate and those kind of early like Mineral and Braid and mm-hmm. those kind of early yeah. e- emo bands that basically showed that you could have a, lyrics that were emotionally vulnerable and they were definitely the first like British band to do it this well mm-hmm. uh, l- lyrics that are emotionally vulnerable but uh, you know could be could be really quiet but also do really interesting things with chords could go super heavy there was no rules about whether or not you had to have uh, normal structure during your songs yeah. whether there had to be a chorus uh the production style what a what a three piece could do yeah. as a trio yeah. like my first band that I was in for years mm. in school was a, a trio largely yeah. influenced by Biffy Claro yeah. mine was Placebo which I'm sure spawned off this kind of thing movement as well yeah oh like, yeah absolutely yeah and Placebo would be part of a similar movement um, and you know Biffy I suppose it's just so near and dear to my heart that it's it's nice that I feel the recent developments in their career haven't tainted the this album for me at all yeah totally and that's that's an enigma yeah yeah because i know with certain bands it can it, it can almost feel like when they kind of turn sour or go stale yeah. it, it can cast a shadow over their discography for biffy I, that's never happened i can always yeah. appreciate their we've discussed plenty of them but you know yeah well really right. kind of hammered home when uh-huh. i i was on holiday uh, and i the biffy live mtv unplugged album came out Mm. and I was like right okay it's a new Biffy album you know I, I've, I've loved them for this long push play and it was just just garbage terrible selection after terrible selection mm. in terms of the song list arrangements new, weren't new, great new school but not oh, very like rushed they, 
they've thrown out they've just they've just everything pre 2007 has been thrown in the bin and everything more or less pre 2012 that was good has also been thrown away so it's 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 weird it's gone they've 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 whitewashed their history and it's now it's like a squeaky clean yeah. pop rock band but we're traveling back in time but we're traveling back into 2002 when they had so much to offer dylan what were you familiar with this album at all uh 27 that's the song i heard so yeah. much so much yeah yeah from just the song that spawned it. a thousand uh tom drum what would you call it like uh, drum patterns drum patterns yeah, that, yeah it's so iconic the the drumming in yeah. that song i've heard so many friends just play this offhandedly yeah it's just ingrained even though yeah i, I was never particularly into the band yeah um because of the vocalist that was always the one thing that got me yeah yeah and he doesn't i, I would you agree that he doesn't sound as, as he does as, now on this album like he's no i love him in this it's, album it's pure mm-hmm. clean yeah he still has his accent but it's he just he almost sounds like he's like just beaming in from yeah. the, like on high. Like I love Scottish vocalists. Like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Shirley from Simon Sh- Neil. Sure, yeah, yeah, Shirley from Garbage. Um, yeah, Joy for a bit, formidable as well. Sure, Just, yeah, yeah. Like he's, uh, yeah, so, I think, I, 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 and the lyrics um, as well are so evocative on this album. Yeah. Um, uh, he doesn't, you know, he'll often just like, go into this kind of yelped scream just for like one line, uh-huh. you know. Uh, yeah. that just adds an extra sort of turbo injection into yeah. the songs mm-hmm. um, yeah it's definitely garage rock as I like it yes. you know yeah but with a nice spacious yeah. production job as well y- yeah um, I don't know if the production job is totally for me okay because um, I like a lot of layers and reverb and stuff and this is not a bit of reverb clean as a whistle and, yeah absolutely yeah like just in a in a practice studio like the one we would play at yes that's the image I get. Yeah. So, yeah. But I, yeah, that, that's what you loved, and that's awesome. That's yeah, because it, it you know, really it, opened it, up my mind. I'd never heard it, a band do that before. It absolutely invokes a really a, a good feeling. Yeah. 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 Um, uh-huh. Because what they like, the rules of power chords and voiced chords, and like what you can do with one guitar, were just thrown out the window with this album for yeah. me. You know, because he has like you know he, he constantly is coming up with these augmented 13th kind of chords they're crazy um that even make up you know like 27 is is one of those weird chords it or, is or uh, uh i think it's convex concave that time signatures are weird um and it's all laid bare there's no studio trickery when he's playing clean it's literally just like his guitar plugged into a Marshall mm-hmm. and then he just kicks on with, with the effects God, and what, what, a, what a joy to produce that would have been yeah, <laughs> kind of like, yep, yeah. done done but then I mean at, at, by the same token there is some pretty intense expansive shit yeah. going on like some of the later stuff yeah like or even heavy elements in Just Boy you know when the three the three guys um, uh, Simon Ben and uh Oh my God, God forgive me. I've loved this band for so long. What's his name? Uh, James are all singing in harmony. You know, the, I am hoping through the dark clouds light will yeah. come and bring a bright sky. And like, it, it's that vocal buildup uh-huh. all across the sounds, the sound stage. It yeah. really like gives it power. It's very, very cool. Yeah. Um, I, I love when it all comes to, it comes to a head. Um, that song's like, uh, was it uh, Solution Devices? Yeah, yeah, Which yeah, yeah, is, yeah. Is that yeah. a very well appreciated song in this album no i would say that um solution devices and stress on the sky would be the two sort of dark horses of the album because they're the absolutely uh 
white horses for me. Right. Yeah. No. 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 I I love them too. Like I, I without a doubt love them with yeah. no bias towards my dislike of Bippy these days. Like yeah. I, I love these songs. Yeah. Like, they're gonna be in rotation. Yeah. I mean, so that's I mean, interesting. Uh, yeah. Solution Devices just has that. They're really like, consistent for me. Galloping uh-huh. drums and everything. It's, yeah. Yeah. They're, it, they're it seems a lot songs. more consistent. Yeah. Um, the other songs may be a little more plotty for my liking. Like, well, like Christopher's River, the, the yeah, ballad yeah, kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I suppose it depends on how, like, your emotional connection to the songs. That's always going to yeah. be the way with ballads. I mm-hmm. I think Christopher's River and Scary Mary are two of my favourite, yeah. like, indie rock ballads yeah. ever. But It's not too dated, but it may be dated for my nostalgia to grasp yeah, onto it. 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I feel there's obviously a musical connection there. Like, yeah. it's the way it's written. Yeah, but invokes that. You're right. Those two songs are really consistent. They're they're very much in that mathy, difficult uh-huh. Brit rock mold. That's yeah, just so pleasant. All twins to... or not all twinsy? Uh, my vitriol kind of stuff. Yeah, my vitriol. Yeah, yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah, and it would be. Uh, it's actually, I think, same year. Uh, I think my vitriol Ish. was the year before. Yeah, yeah, it was. But that like, nice. very much, you know, coming from a similar mindset. Um, mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, I think Hero Management as well is. <laughs> I certainly was at one time my favourite song it might still be my favourite song that's a really heavy one right it or starts off really quiet it starts off yeah. with uh, you know yeah. um, Iron Man I yeah. return to you to be the way you want me but then it goes into it, it builds and builds and builds yeah. until it goes into this absolutely massive guitar solo yeah. the um, stress was, is stress on the sky the one with the just the screaming vocals uh, the absolute yeah stress in the sky and kill the old torch they young both have very yeah, intense screaming <sighs> moments yeah, yeah I yeah, love yeah, that yeah. Yeah, mm. and uh, yeah, and that's the thing. It can go from very intense stuff. Yeah, it can it can go super intense, and it, there's no actually on on the initial B sides or the sort of the B sides to the first few singles. Yeah, they almost went a little bit too far with the dynamics in terms of this this album can almost like scare you in terms of how loud it can go from how quiet it is. Yeah, it's hard. Like the start of the ghost over it goes. Burn and it like hits yeah. you in the face. So the song called uh, "Roofs of Houses, Houses of Roofs," sorry, uh, which is a B side of uh, I think the single for Just Boy, mm-hmm. and it's it starts off like a whisper, and the guitar is so quiet. And Simon Hill's like practically singing in your ear, and out of nowhere, it just mm. kicks into yeah. like overdrive. Yeah, you need a good speaker for this kind of music, not just a laptop. You need to be in a quiet room because if you're listening yes. to that. I think they did a better job. They it's still really dynamic, and the quiet uh-huh. parts are quiet here. But yeah. on that single, it, it you almost have to like immediately turn down your MP3, you know, whatever your phone uh, to yeah. to stop your ears from bleeding. Uh-huh. There's too much of a difference. This uh-huh. strikes the balance really. Yeah, well. it's kind of like what happened with callback to the Nine Inch Nails album we covered. Yeah, uh, was the second song. Oh yeah, when, yeah, the, yeah, when yeah. the chainsaw guitar comes in. When the, yeah, most yeah, people yeah, will yeah. die. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, but I think. But yeah, I get what you mean. Dynamic. It's just funny because the way that music went almost like post-2002 was to crush the dynamics more and more and more. And brick I know wall. that Biffy's later stuff has been a victim of that. Where brick it's wall like, to shit. Brick walled, yeah. Whereas this album, if you look at it on our chart, like if you look at the audiograph, it, it, you'll, you'll see there's so much variation, yep. which I love. Um, <clears throat> but uh, what was I going to say? Damn, I lost my train of thought there. Ah, crap. <laughs> we're uh, talking about those songs the heavier songs oh uh, yeah no sorry they were likened to um, actually one of the criticisms that I heard when I first got into this was that they were just ripping off Nirvana do you think they're just ripping off Nirvana here not a bit I, I mean, could never hear slowly yeah with, with, with like some of the quieter bits that Nirvana 
scarcely play. Yeah, <laughs> like maybe the, that's the only thing I could was that the quiet loud maybe dynamic is reminiscent of Nirvana. Like they, you know, they they do have like clean guitars and the verses and heavy guitars and the chorus often, but that's like about the only comparison I could draw. Yeah, um, not really bizarre. Yeah, they were like yeah, there were people who just missed them as a cheap Nirvana clone, which I just don't understand at all. No, um, but yeah, there's they, many of them. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But you, you, I'm sure you can hear echoes of especially the stuff that's like picked like those three note sort of chords that are picked out on the the clean guitars very much yeah made its way into my guitar style yeah yeah it's um very interesting it's kind of like um it almost feels like a an improv it's almost jazzy yeah oh yeah yeah like it could just go from anywhere any subtleties yeah because the chords are so bizarre yeah like they change on a whim and that's how yeah and maybe that's like a product of the maybe the limitations imposed by the single guitar and i know i know there's there are moments of overdubs like on 27 there's the Mm. you know the the guitar solo that goes in and there's clearly like overdubs there but for the most part he creates the variety by a having really smart arrangements Uh mirroring the bass and also dynamically experimenting but also having being able to switch on the fly between power chords really strange open Mm -hmm. ringing voice chords and then picked like it's it kind of does everything and sometimes all in the same like 30 second chunk it's a great place to inspire your uh to channel your inspiration yeah like just so much to get from that right yeah um yeah yeah And, and also to sort of expand your horizons in terms of what can be really catchy and also have a really uh, mm-hmm. non-standard mm-hmm. Uh, chord structure mm-hmm. like a lot of these songs have really bizarre uh, chord patterns to them, but at the yeah. same time the way Simon Neal writes his songs the way he writes his melodies and his lyrics and everything it all comes together and it's very really, methodical yeah and it seems it feels seamless yeah so that's kind of the Nirvana comparisons in a way. Oh yeah, true. Yeah, very true. Yeah, very very true, but with a much more mathy bent, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So it, I mean, it's it, it's just a very important album to me, and I think yeah, it's yeah. an important one to like for a lot of people to look back on. This the friends of mine who have never shown any interest in rock music, like like the drummer in my band, uh, my band back then. Like to this day, we'll say the Black and Sky is one of the best albums ever. Yeah. The man does not have any interest in rock music anymore and <laughs> hasn't for like a decade. And I know plenty of people who are like that. They just Black and Sky exists outside the realm of genre definition. Yeah. It's just that seems like that album. would make new school Biffy fans. Unfortunately, yeah. Like, well, unfortunately, in some cases, that so many people just that I know have barely a connection to the rock we cover. Yeah, just going to a Biffy concert next week. But I don't like, think those are the. F- like, I would. I would. Um, I would. Same with Gorillaz fans, you know. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I would feel the guess that a lot of those uh, so-called Biffy fans have never heard anything pre two thousand and seven or discount. In the same way that fans like yeah. me, I don't quite discount because I think there's a lot of good stuff in there. But yeah. it, you know, sometimes with bands, there's a schism, and all yeah. the fans post a certain point dismiss. They like ah, that wasn't really like they, that's just their weird early stuff. We don't really listen to that. Yeah, and then you know people like me be like that's just their yeah real cookie cutter commercial mm. new stuff. We don't really listen to that. You yeah, know? but I knew a fan. Uh, I knew a fan that um just loved everything they did, including the new album. And I, I yeah. was having an argument as a non fan sure, towards sure. a, a, I guess a diehard. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> who yeah, didn't yeah. understand 
because I knew your opinions. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, weird. I, I, I'm almost like that with Biffy, Corn, and In Flames. I wasn't until recently. I, I really liked everything they'd done, but at a certain point, you got to call Uncle and kind of go, "No, this, this, is, this isn't going to fly anymore." Yeah. Biffy still do great work at their B sides, and I, I hope that at some point we'll get a B side yeah. to the A side of the terrible, yeah. terrible ellipsis. Yeah. But um, I mean, the ba- I, if, yeah. the, if the bands, you're, if if the bands said person's comfort zone, then fine. Like yeah. I can't argue with that. You know. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I'm not gonna like try and intuit their motives or whatever. Like, they're they're this album was came right from 2002, so like a full yeah, what 15 years prior to Ellipsis, basically. or give or take. I mean, yeah. that's that's a long time, and <laughs> people change, you know, artists mm. change, songwriters change. You're not gonna get that. Yeah. But, but what always encouraged me was that even when I felt like they were going in a sort of shamelessly commercial or not even commercial but just less interesting direction, uh-huh. there would always be a set of exciting experimental new songs yeah. that would come out kind of concurrently or mm-hmm. a year later or whatever mm-hmm. um, we haven't got that yet for this cycle so I worry that maybe they didn't record those b-sides maybe they don't exist maybe they didn't want to do them this time around but yeah. we'll see anyway but that's Biffy um, a band that definitely deserve a lot of love yeah. and attention I um, hope they come back for you man yeah I, I have hope I mean I'm just waiting for those there's my three of my favourite bands four of my favourite bands right now have have taken a significant tumble from grace that them being Biffy mm-hmm. in flames uh, dream theater yeah. and Enda Shikari four of my favorite bands have all released rubbish albums yeah. and for me um him you know uh, and him sure no they uh they quit they they called they the quits did, yeah, they before done. they thought they might be treading c- yeah common water with their old new stuff I guess yeah no yeah. I, I I understand that but I think it's it's a, it's a shame to feel like you uh, have to give up on a band yeah yeah who still have something to give? Like yeah. I, I, there's... all bands do. All bands yeah, can. They can. But you know whether it's they feel they feel it in the heart after yeah. after years of touring. Yeah. No, it's without not even cash- that. It's... Without just cashing in. For... No, the real hurt isn't. Okay. Okay. So, I, like, I know what you're saying, but yeah, yeah. I think the real hurt isn't um, isn't so much mm. feeling like a band has lost the passion or they're you know or they're just cashing in. That's one thing. Yeah. It's when the band seems to be. so super passionate about shitty the wrong music. things yeah, yeah okay that's what hurts more because you're like yeah. I, I trusted you like yeah. I trust myself yeah. like I don't think him would have done that it's a different case no yeah. uh, I why do get, are you do, get, yeah. do you seem to be really genuinely backing this it's not that good that's yeah. what for me that yeah. breaks the camel's back yeah um, I, but you know yeah it's not like that's what's sustaining them it's not like that's the only thing that's sustaining them is for them to take the dive into Mm. the more mainstream shitty music because they could easily yeah their fans would be on board with the old with like classic them yeah but it's it's you know they still fill the audience yeah it's 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 a weird one and we you know we're never going to be in their heads and what they think and no. stuff like that but in any case um this is clear evidence that Biffy were a wonderful wonderful band uh-huh. and uh, yeah. I I'm glad I'm glad that you took the time oh not a problem man I'm glad you enjoyed yeah. it yeah, yeah. I, I'd probably give it an 8 if I was going to rank it oh yeah yeah easy, okay. easily yeah, coming Excellent. up coming up Excellent. needless to say of course um, it would and always would be a 10 for me but uh, we've run very long this time around yeah so, exactly on the dot exactly on the dot well more or less uh, Basically. One, 1 hour 40 minutes we're going to wrap it up there thank you so much for listening oh. it's been a yeah. crazy varied week yeah there's so much more coming out new Gorillaz album holy shit that's yep. coming out get excited for that I might actually enjoy this one <laughs> I like what I've heard so far I, I like what I've heard so far so you, we're definitely going to cover that We'll see you again soon. Um, you can find us everywhere. We're Kill Shuffle on Twitter, Facebook. Uh, you can look up our s- playlist on Spotify. You can uh, shoot us an email if you want. Or yeah. On Gmail. Uh, but 
mind yourself in the meantime. Yeah. I'm a coach. Gotcha. Bye. Thank you.